I tried to come up with a, uh, I was like, dashing or sleeping in the snow, jitting German cops, not remembering my name. Everyone gets karate chops. Lang- Everyone gets karate chops. Oh. Jason Bourne, Jason Bourne, who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, that's the open, obviously. <laughs> Welcome to Climax, the only action movie podcast by people who actually like action movies. I am Matt Loman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. I'm Nick. What's my name? Nick Allen. <laughs> <laughs> fresh, fresh spin really on it. Killing it. I really like Lately. that. I really like that Nick sandwich. <laughs> Nick, what's my name? Nick Allen. <laughs> I was debating whether or not to like read it off as like real. Like Nick, what's my name? Nick Allen. No, the oh, yeah. delivery was Nick perfect. Allen. No, I I like it <laughs> mm-hmm. because you wanna you wanna stick to the the theme of this mm-hmm. movie, which is amnesia. Yeah, but I mean you got to worry about your brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you, you also need to say do. Nick as many times as possible. It, yes, it needs to get out there, Nick. Well, Let I mean, people know. Well, I mean, in the movie they say "born" about a thousand times. Ah, uh, easily. I've had some complaints from uh, certain awesome listeners that there aren't enough Nick chants in this podcast. Which ones? You? Did you email this to yourself? Is this you? <laughs> Did you create a what? Gmail account and email yourself? What? No, Nick. I'm not Gene Nichols. <laughs> Nick Fanzo 2. <laughs> Nick Fanzo 2 at hotmail.com. Nickelodeon Allen. No. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Feels like you're burning all of your good nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta Don't stop. Keep some of those. Sure. Gotta keep some. Uh, yeah, so welcome to. Uh, Another action-packed episode of Climax. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're sitting here, we're drinking uh, this episode's signature cocktail, a dark and stormy, because mm-hmm. our movie begins on a dark and stormy night. Yes. And um, I don't hate it. I was no, gonna, it's I, super good. I thought I was going to hate a rum-based drink. No, this is very good it's right now. This good. is going to treat us well, guys. I feel it. I got some alcoholic pulp. I'm just kind of chewing on. That's yeah, good. Yeah, there's some, there's, some there's some lime chunks I left in there. Big fan. You know, for authenticity. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, hopefully this will be a good episode. We're we're out of our usual digs. Yeah, we had to we had malfunctions yesterday. Uh, we, Apple we, fucked us. We yeah. lost a battle with Skynet. El Capitan really fucked us. Really mm-hmm. fucked us sideways. So we're here at uh, Explosion Magico headquarters, and um, I don't like it. It's too big. Wait, well, yeah, it's, it's just a little. I mean, I'm used to this for LOL JK, but I yeah, I didn't realize how much. <laughs> we depended on being able to maybe touch each other. <laughs> like, in terms of, like... We never <laughs> have. Yeah. But I like that constant danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have the threat. Yeah. More than anything that we're within each other's reach. Well, I think with LOLJK, you need that distance for all the screeching and yelling. Yes. Yes. We, we have to be spaced out. Otherwise, it sounds like we're all screaming in the one mic. We're, 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 Climax is better bunched up because we look like we're stacked up and about to breach a door. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. a team. It's yes. the Delta formation that, where they break in uh, the town of Black Hawk Town. Exactly. Oh, I don't no, know what he's no. talking about, but yes. When they sounds go into right. Mogadishu and it's just like the three of them. and they're Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Delta, uh, yeah, the Delta Force guys. Mm. But I just renamed Mogadishu into Black Hawk Downtown. Yeah. <laughs> 
It should be so lucky. <laughs> Black Hawk Town. It should it should be so lucky. Um, but yeah, welcome to another action-packed episode. <laughs> this week we are doing the Born Identity. Yeah. Uh, I always remember this movie fondly. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I sat down to watch it. It. Yeah. I always enjoyed it, at least in my memory. And I feel like I haven't watched it from top to bottom in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I always since taught like college. parts of it. Yeah, probably probably not since college. Maybe Shit's like always on TBS met, yeah. or TNT or so something. So I feel yeah. like I always catch like a middle part and then like or like bits and pieces. So I, I think I've watched it over the years. I've probably watched <laughs> the whole movie accidentally. But, but not in order or yeah. all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when we were trying to figure out what movie we were going to do for this episode, because, you know, we're, we're, we are trying to plan ahead. Season two. Yeah. Season, season two. two. Season two. Season two. Um, you know, we're trying to be like, okay, well, we need to do like. Another Bond episode, so we'll save that for a number that ends in seven. Mm-hmm. And then if we're going to do like an Asian action or a Kung Fu movie, maybe we should save that for like February, because it's Chinese New Year, we're trying to do all this stuff, and then we were like, oh, we burned our Christmas episode <laughs> in November. <laughs> yes, we, we did. Apologize. Listen. Yes, we did. If you're really burning for a holiday-themed action, clap, uh, action podcast, just re-listen to the, uh, Lethal Weapon. And we already did Die Hard. Yeah. We already <laughs> yeah. did Die Hard. That's rough. Uh, yeah. So we. So then we're like, what movies have take place on Christmas? And we're like, Die Hard 2. No thanks. Uh, what movies Last have Boy Scout, every Christmas Shane- scenes? <laughs> We just went through every Shane Black movie, and then we didn't, want to du- we didn't want to double up on Shane Black. Yeah, Iron Man three, <laughs> uh, and so we were just like, "Fuck it." This has a scene. This has a winter scene. <laughs> yeah, and there's Christmas decorations up. Yeah, I don't know how they do it in Europe. I don't really care. It's close enough. <laughs> it's so. close enough. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. We it it is of the season. Yes. So we're fine with this that. movie. Gives us also. Some great I feel gifts. like I feel like this franchise comes up a lot. In our discussions, yeah, you brought Does that up. It? You brought that Especially up, especially hand to hand shit. I feel like we talk about not necessarily this one, but definitely the sequels. Whenever we talk about hand to hand, yeah, Paul Greengrass is that fucking nature. up. Yeah, because this this is the one that really, I mean, changed up. I mean, I don't know. It feels like it, it's it, responsible it's, for the Bond revitalization. Yeah, yeah, is a that. is a cool spy reboot, I guess. In the genre. and then I mean, this is one of the things where they also. The, the the hand-to-hand scenes in American movies. Yeah. Between this and <clears throat> The Matrix. You know, if The Matrix is like the wire-fu wuxia, mm-hmm. and this is more of the in-your-face, inventive Jackie Chan shit. Yeah. This was, this was the movie that kind of made it so American movies, the fight scenes couldn't just be guys on steroids throwing wild haymakers at each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah. Like, no. you, you more actually technical. look like you could fight. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's important. But yeah, the thing I'm with Kyle is... Whenever I bring up the Born movie, it's Born movies. It's usually like, well, this was a lost opportunity. Yeah, just like those movies mm-hmm. and their terrible handheld fight scenes. Yeah, but this one, <clears throat> it's not as wasn't as bad as I remember. I was like, oh, I remember this being shakier, Cam. Yeah, it it definitely is. I remember it being a little smoother. Well, that's yeah. you know what that's that's the funny thing is I I remember it being a little smoother and I remember. Some of the, definitely the scene with the blonde guy going way differently. I thought it was way longer, I it was much longer. and way yeah. more technical, and it is <laughs> way closer to an Arnold fight than <laughs> it is to what I remember. It our being. memories, our memories have been raided. 
Yeah, I think they have been. Yeah, yes, a hundred percent. Where the where the raid movies are so good, it improved the other movies like other in movies? our memories. Yeah. Just We're like, the, well, Born is a precursor. The sea level of action movie in your mind. Yeah. Just... Born is a precursor to that, so it's probably pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I probably got it. It's, it's out there. Right. Uh, also, <laughs> alcohol does stuff to our brains. No, yeah. <laughs> we got problems. Yeah, some of you gonna do? fucking henchies keep trying to make points like we're alcoholics or some shit. I know who you are. I've made a list. That like, <sighs> Watch your ass. Whatever. They don't know us. Motherfuckers keep coming after me. You guys are in the same room. <laughs> You're going drink for drink. <laughs> I think that's what upsets me the We're most. We're just holding it together, man. Wait, I mean, you're, you're losing it. Am I? Do you want to see me lose it? <laughs> I have seen you lose it. Not on the show. No, no. No. On the show. No, that's Skyfall. Maybe Starship Troopers. <laughs> okay, so we went with Dark and Stormies because the movie opens on a Dark and Stormy night. And what we're trying to find, like, what's, like, brain eraser, the amnesia-themed drinks? And these are just, like... Fucking college sophomores. Yes. All these recipes are like by college sophomores who have like a boyfriend or a sibling at their college who can buy them alcohol and they're just like, um, Kahlua and vodka and Gatorade. Give me and it's uh, called uh, and it's called the the mind eraser ray. It's like what the fuck is this garbage? Give me some Midori and apple cider. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, went through Delicious. a lot of hot garbage. It yeah, was it was terrible. And then I was like, well, you know, Weather. I literally don't remember <laughs> the Starship Troopers podcast. <laughs> we usually record these on a Saturday. Kyle and I work together on Tuesday. I finally remembered we did this. Mm-hmm. We did we did the Starship <laughs> Troopers premium show, and I had to turn to Kyle and go like, did we finish that podcast? And I was like, yeah, no, it's done. I go, no, no, no. I mean like. Did we get to the end of the movie? <laughs> the last we 45 minutes did. are pretty quick. <laughs> Kyle's like, we absolutely did. And then I asked Nick, and then Nick was like, yeah. And then it was quiet for like 40 seconds, and it goes, you drove us. <laughs> <laughs> you took uh, us back to the apartment. So dangerous. Don't, I mean, don't do what we do. Don't kids. not be like us. Don't. But also don't point out we have drinking problems yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Seems like that would be the cool thing to do. <laughs> no one wants to Uber around their town. Ugh, with all this recording equipment? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck off. Ugh. Balls. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, to season two. <laughs> to season two, guys. Yeah, we can't clink. We're no, too far. no. I hate it. Uh, it. <laughs> everyone, everyone, hold on 30 seconds while I take off headphones, walk over. While I run around go. and duck, duck, goose everyone's <laughs> glass. There you go. Close enough. Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? The mm. Born Identity, 2002, budget of $60 million, made $214 million. Mm. Directed by Doug Lyman. Went to Brown, then graduated uh, from USC. Uh, his first movie was Getting In, about a dude talking people out of going to med school so he can get in because he was on the wait list. Clever. Swingers, which I assumed Favreau directed, but he did not. I thought so, too, until... So literally research hmm. for this. So it's Doug Lyman's fault I fell in love with Heather Graham. Yes, it is. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, is that the first time she's come up on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. All right. Dang. She's a lovely, so lovely pretty. dame. Yes. She's so pretty. Yeah, it's sickening. Um, but that movie contains also my nightmare, which is the answering machine scene, and why I can never watch it again. Yes. I don't it's, want to get into it. It's a rough scene. <laughs> I just can't watch that movie ever again. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I always like to say Swingers was a, like a fun comedy. 
until I moved to Los Angeles. And then you and now realize... it's like a harrowing true to life horror story. <laughs> like because there's a bunch of people that saw it and they're like, we're gonna live this, guys. We're gonna live. <laughs> it's it. gonna be us. It's like when people go to Vegas. When you go to Vegas, you you are either with that group of people or are constantly surrounded by that group of people that are like Vegas, baby. <laughs> you know how it is. Nothing leaves. <sighs> Nothing leaves these walls. Nothing leaves these weird. walls. Do not tell my wife. Do I'm not never tell part of that group. I want you to had a penis. <laughs> I've been a part of that group a couple times, and it's weird. Yeah. Shit gets weird every time. I heard those stories. It was awful. <laughs> uh, Doug Lyman also did go about a drug deal with three different POVs, because that's what we were doing in the mid to late 90s. Timothy Elephant. And that was the first place I ever saw a Timothy Elephants. Mm-hmm. I just... As a tried to watch Snake Eyes, and they did the same thing. Yeah, that's a 90s. <laughs> uh, run, Lola, run. Yes. There's a couple others. I didn't do any research to defend this point. We're going to move on. <laughs> he uh, was an executive producer and directed the OC pilot. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which we're probably going to get to sooner rather than later. Great yeah. movie. Uh, Jumper, which could have been good. So close. So, and then uh, Edge of Tomorrow slash All You Need Is Kill slash Live, Die, Repeat. Brilliant, uh, which we will do at some point. I fucking love that movie. Wait, movie. We 100% will what do that movie. What year did that come out? What year did that come out? 2014? Yeah. That was, was maybe year. one of my favorite movies of that year. What, what was that third title for it? All Ed, You Need Is Kill? Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. I know that well, one. For, the, That's what the, it came out The graphic as. novel was All You Need Is Kill. Oh, that's that, cool. That was the comic. It was all you need is kill. Yeah. And then it came out as Edge of Tomorrow. And then for the DVD, it was Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, because for the movie coming out, that would be in the commercials. Here's like, the thing, Live, though. Die, Repeat. I, I believe that movie did very well, despite that ridiculous it did, it thing. It did amazing. God damn, that's a good movie. Yeah, we got to do that. Fucking that is some deep, hard sci-fi action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck. And it's fun, and it flies. Fuck, it's fun. All right, let's do that one. Yeah, we will. <laughs> We're going live. Uh, and he uh, up next, he's apparently doing Channing Tatum's Gambit movie. Okay. With your boy, C. Tates. <laughs> Why not? Fucking do it. No, I can't wait to hear C. Tate's Cajun accent. <laughs> Hardest twerking man in showbiz nasty. I can't wait to see him with red eyes wearing that stupid head sock. <laughs> they're not going to use that. Is he just oh, they off. fucking better There's use that There's no sock. way they're going to... Why? <laughs> uh, comic books. <laughs> Fuck you. Gambit's just going to walk around with a stripper pole. <laughs> Combined Magic Mike. I don't know, man. That All act- I know is that he's going to lay some pipe on Anna Paquin probably at some point. <laughs> she in it? No, I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, he was into Rogue. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know if it's part of that unified X-Men universe. It absolutely is not. It can't be. It's better if it's not. Well, they want it to be. As we've learned with Wolverine movies, it's best if it's not. Yeah, but you want the Marvel thing. I bet it ties in. I bet Gambit does something. He's like, yeah, man, it's like up with that fucking apocalypse shit a while ago. Anyway. Is it, wait, is it set, like, in a time period? Like, we don't know. There they are zero details about it. I don't 1500s? know. 1500s? I don't know why I'm being mean. I don't I, know. I do, I do, I do literally enjoy C. Tate's. <laughs> he seems like a genuinely wonderful person. Probably season three, we'll do White House down. Yeah, why not? Yeah, versus we got to Olympus do that. Has fallen. Mm-hmm. We have to do that head to head. Yeah, we should do a versus. Um, we should do a verse. <laughs> we should probably do one verse. Take it to the White House? Season. Yeah. Anyway. Two credited writers, Tony Gilroy, Devil's Advocate. He uh, adapted he, Armageddon. Tony Gilroy, weird career. And Michael Clayton. Yes, mm-hmm. which is also the first thing he ever directed. So basically it goes, Devil's Advocate, serious, not great. Yeah. Uh, Armageddon. Uh, Huge. Ridiculous Ridiculous. And ridiculous and amazing, but not on purpose. <laughs> and then Michael Clayton, serious and very, very good. Oscar winning yeah. performances. Yeah. Clunes, yeah. Clune dog. Um, 
Shit, are we ever going to get to do a Clooney movie? I don't Any know, of guys. the Ocean's we'll Eleven? Maybe? maybe if we do our spinoff that I wanted to do, Money Shot, the movie about the <laughs> oh, what about, about heist um, movies? <laughs> the vampire movie. <laughs> Jesus oh yeah. Christ. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, before Dawn. Jesus. What is that? Oh, uh, Dust, Dust Till Dust, Dawn. Okay, Dust yeah, Till yeah, Dawn. Dawn. That's the closest one, probably. Because Three Kings three is kings. Three Kings is not action packed, nor as good as I remembered. What is his problem? I actually. I why won't he do an action movie? Kings. I don't know. I actually, uh, uh, it's on Netflix, Henchies, if you want to see it. Uh, the movie's all right, but Peacemaker has an excellent car chase scene. Um, it's fucking dope. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. And the other credit writer, uh, W. Blake Heron, story by credit for Role Models. It's important for uh, me and Kyle. And then Agent X, a new TV series about a seek top secret agent unknown to anyone else in the government except <laughs> the vice president. <laughs> This goes almost straight to the top. <laughs> this goes second from the top. I'm gonna take this to my boss, the president. One step down. No, you're the joint a little of staff, too big. Uh, a little, a little left, a little lefter from the joint chiefs of staff. Supreme Court, but up. <laughs> no, no. Dude, but up dude. Congress. He's he's the split vote. He's the he's the deciding vote. The vice president. You better watch <laughs> you your ass. Goddamn right, the vice president. No, they're gonna just go the other way and like low shoot it. Like this goes all the way up to Here's the, the cabinet. The yeah. only way that you could pull that off is if you get Joe Biden to play the vice president <laughs> in that show. But also, then I kind of believe it. And he's going on missions with him. But also, Joe he Biden would. in a wig as Agent X. <laughs> Joe Biden's his wheel man and the vice president vice president x the reason you are, the reason the reason you are brought out of cryo suspension is the only man good enough for this job is my own clone <laughs> asian x starring diamond joe biden <laughs> times two america clamored for more biden no but you know seriously what? unless yeah. the entire unless it's not a procedural and you do it like every episode spills into another so instead of like say an episode of Grimm, mm-hmm. which has an A-plot, which has a monster of the week. And instead, you could do something like uh, Breaking Bad. And I understand those are two different ends of the spectrum. Hyper-serialized. <laughs> but, but, but it's hyper-serialized if Agent X's mission is to someday assassinate the president. <laughs> that's the only way that's interesting, because that means that there's an Agent Z out there who's doing Who the real work exclu- for well, the president. Yeah. Like, and then they have to go head to head. Ah, it's great. This is a rich world worth exploring. We have clearly. To. Let's start the Agent X podcast. Season seven. We already failed the player. We're what are the back. reason why the player got canceled? Fuck, we didn't care enough. I watched every episode. I was I was yeah, in plus too. threes. It is genuinely fun. It is. I like towards the end they learned that they needed to end every episode with a snipes fight. <laughs> well, if you have him at your disposal, why wouldn't you? Uh, to the player. The player. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Come back to us. R.I. Player. <laughs> All right. This is starring uh, Matt Damon, who uh, is 12 credits short of his degree at Harvard. You <laughs> fucking underachiever. How do you like them, asshole? You dropout asshole. <laughs> you dumb, He's a father. You dumb motherfucker. Um, I don't really feel I need to do where you've seen uh, Matt Damon before. So here are some of my He's favorite, in everything? Here are some of my favorite anything credits for Matt Damon. related? Continue. Okay. His first role was in Mystic Pizza. 
Yes. He was the Scotty Doesn't Know lead singer in Eurotrip. Yes. Yes. What a great cameo. Great cameo. He was the lead voice in Titan AE, mm-hmm. written by Joss Whedon. Oh, yes, my God. The legend of Bagger Vance. <sighs> oh, he was the caddy, right? Yeah. No. Will Wait, Smith no, was Bagger, the caddy. Bagger Vance was the caddy. Yeah, Sorry. that was Will Smith. He was Will, he was, Will Smith was his magical Negro. Jesus Christ. Literally. Literally a magic Negro. God damn it. He was exec number two in Chasing Amy. <laughs> Great. He was an extra in Field of Dreams and then went to Fenway. God, no. Go Sox. No, thank you. Uh, he played himself on an episode of Bernie Mac. Of course he did. And he was the voice of himself on the cartoon Arthur. Oh God! They became. They How became. He became best friends with Bernie Mac on the set of Ocean's Eleven, and then came as himself onto that. Sh- or vice show. versa, one or the other. <laughs> or he was on an episode of Bernie Mac, and he's like Soderbergh. We got to got to get my man. We got to bring the Mac dog you in. Got to bring. Here's the thing about Bernie Mac is America loves him. <laughs> America, listen, America. America loves him. Uh, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Damn. Damn. Uh, also, Dogma. Yeah, I love that movie. Sorry, is Loki or is no, he no, Bartleby? No, he's a Bartleby. I think he's Bartleby, or is Ben Affleck Bartleby? Whatever. He was the cool one. Yeah. At some <laughs> points, they, they at some point they flip flop. Yeah, they yeah, switch names. Yeah. Oh, God. And they just dye each other's hair different. Yeah. Pretty much. As uh, Marie is Franca Patente, she's German, best known uh, for this and Run Lola Run. She's Definitely. on three episodes of The Shield. She's on the BBC America show Copper and The Bridge, oh. the American version. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, it must be the original like Danish no. version. It's like, yeah. nope. No, it was the not. FX version. America. America. Uh, Chris- she's great. Yeah, yeah, she was very good. Uh, it was a bummer when Carl Urban worked her in the next movie. Yeah. Uh, as, as the head of Treadstone, Chris Cooper, lots of stuff. He did one episode of The Equalizer. Conklin. Couple episodes of Lonesome Dove, Money Train, Yeah, mm-hmm. A Time to Kill, American Beauty, Me, Myself, and Irene, The Patriot mm-hmm. adaptation, which is I really like. It's, of course, it's one of the few of his Calfins that, like. that you yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Capote, Jarhead for like twelve seconds. Yes, The Muppets. Yes, and he was he was uncredited, but apparently set up as Norman Osborn in the Spider Man reboot, the second one. Oh yeah, hmm. I think he was on like his deathbed or so. I don't know. I never saw it. So he got the care. Goblin. Formula. He's fantastic yeah. in whatever he's. He's in. good. Chris in Cooper's great. Like if he, if he shows up, even if it's just for a scene, he's always. Yeah, he was really good in Jarhead. I don't understand. Fly the Concords forced him to rap in the Muppet movie. And he still <laughs> did great. <laughs> and he like didn't know how to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I don't think that I don't think the Flight of the Concords knew what they had <laughs> when no. they were given access to Chris Cooper. No, probably not. Oh well. Uh, Clive Owen is the professor. This was the first movie I ever saw him in. Yeah, it has I to be so. the first movie I've ever seen him in. It, the- it's funny. You, I was looking up on IMDb, and it's like all of it beforehand is definitely British. Stuff. Here's the thing, listeners. If you haven't realized it, is at any one point there are only 20 actors in England. Yeah, and then they just use those, and then once they get big enough that Americans know who their name is, someone else comes up and takes their place. Yeah, (laughs) but at any one time there are only 20. Like Benedict Cumberpatch was running that for a while, Mm -hmm. and now he's moved out, and then someone Mm. else has moved in. It was like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, Edgar Wright were there in everything and then they uh, just left I actually Eggsy from Kingsman is on his way out mm-hmm. I uh, actually didn't know this was Clive Owen until yesterday or yeah. day before oh the guy from Misfits I is was gone like, 
Yeah. I was anyway. like, this guy looks like a JV Clive Owen. Search on IMDb. <laughs> Holy shit, it is Clive oh, Owen. Fuck, it is JV Clive Owen. <laughs> this was just when he was a fresh faced schoolboy bitch. But, uh, <laughs> but also, but also super scary. He has like one line and he's fucking great. But everyone knew who he was. Because yeah. it's like when King Arthur came out, they're mm-hmm. like, who's playing King Arthur? It's like, uh, the dude from uh, Born Identity and like Matt Damon. I was like, no, no, no. I get such terrible headaches. And they're like, oh, I love that guy! That guy's great! He was my favorite. He is great in this. Uh, the first thing he ever did was called Chancer. It was a TV series about a guy Chancer. who uses whatever means necessary to get people out of financial ruin. All right. Didn't well, that come out as like a house? Those are some drama. weird stakes. All right, we got a Wow. That was his first. Well, he's a good actor. First big thing. If he made that interesting, that is he's a fucking A plus actor. <laughs> he was Chunk he up. was the capital D driver in a series of short films BMW did, which uh I kinda remember those. I have the D V D. Yeah. They should just keep him as their spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember those. Yeah. Fuck. When he was like a cross between when he was just British Jason Bourne. Yeah. Because he wasn't Cause fancy he can't be enough safe. to be Bond. And he can't be safe. And he was too refined to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Croupier, uh, which was okay. I saw it. I don't remember much. King Arthur and King Arthur. Closer. We saw a lot of Natalie Portman, but... Could we do a King Arthur? Yeah, I don't see why not. I love that movie. Lot, that, I only have one problem stacked. with it. Right? <laughs> literally, it's li- great. literally the, the, the least successful guy in that movie became Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> um, shoot him up. <laughs> which we will do. Madness and Fantastic. We will do shoot him up. The Deadly Killer Carrots. Elite, which could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Nick. Yes. Nick? The Nick. <laughs> the Nick. Which I've heard is phenomenal. I haven't watched it yet. It looks like a bummer. I, I've heard that's great. Early 20th Century <laughs> Hospital. I bet it's a bummer. And Children of Men, which I love, but is not an action movie. It's not an action movie. No, nope. fuck that. Get that out movie. of your head. If anyone, if anyone in your circle is like, well, I mean, like good action movies, like Children of Men, you have Climax's permission to slap them. <laughs> you don't have her permission. Uh, Brian Cox, lots and lots and lots of UK TV. He was Stryker in X Men Two, The Chief in Super Troopers. Yes, Rob <laughs> Roy. Braveheart as Uncle Argyle. Yes! The Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm-hmm. Rushmore, 25th yeah. Hour. He was Agamemnon in Troy, a.k.a. the only dude having any fun in that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Deadwood and Trick or Treat. Love Brian Cox. Yeah, Everyone loves Brian Cox. If you think you don't know who Brian Cox is, you do. You do. You, you 100%. He's does, one of those guys. Does he you do, 100% uh, know who he is. Voice over work or voice work? He does a ton of voice work, I do Probably. believe. Probably. He should. Sure. I mean, he's got that crazy voice. Gravelly as fuck. Oh, God, I love him in Braveheart. His first line is, I'm real called Argyle. You have the look of your mother. <laughs> um, fuck him. Adewe Akunye Agbaje. Agabehe. And peace be with you, too. Anyway, Mambosi. May peace be with <laughs> you. Wambosi. Yeah. He was in Congo, apparently. Oz was the first place I saw him. Lost as Mr. Echo, Eco, whatever. Yes, that's why I recognize him from. I was like, look at this JV Idris Elba. But you also <laughs> saw him in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Oh, God damn it! Yes, I did. <clears throat> he is uh, the Black Elf in Thor 2. Mm-hmm. Malko from Game of Thrones. Nick, does that mean anything to you? Malko? Yeah. That ain't real. Huh. Ha! There aren't many black chaps <laughs> in Game of Thrones. He was, is he the pirate? So, so, no, he's not. I don't think so. Darsan. He was the black one in Pompeii. Mm-hmm. And upcoming, he is Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. 
Oh, good for him. As Chris Cooper's sidekick Maybe. is Gabriel Mann. He was in Josie and the Pussycats, which remains one of the most that faithful. That little tiny boy? He remains one of the most faithful adaptations of any comic book. Is that is Josie a, and Pussycats That movie. is a genuinely enjoyable movie. I, I have not seen it. Love that movie. Enjoyable. It's very good. I own it on Amazon. Yeah. He was on Mad Men, apparently. He is the voice of Bruce Banner and a bunch of Avengers stuff. Damn. Good for him. And in a little movie called, a little television show called, Revenge! <laughs> Revenate. Ah... Uh, Julia Stiles, Ten Things I Hate About You. She is looking baby faced as yes. fuck in this. Everyone in this movie's <laughs> fucking young as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the modern, the modern. Uh, did they put Hamlet? Or was she in Othello? I think it's O. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Othello. It's yeah. that terrible basketball one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Save the Last Dance, The Prince and Me, Dexter, It's a Disaster, and Silver Linings Playbook, and mm-hmm. finally in the background, your boy. Walton Goggins. Yep. Yes. Justified. So Apparently happy. he was in Major League Back to the Minors. Did not know that. Did not know that. Gotta Got revisit that. that. Shanghai Noon, The Shield, of course, of course, and most recently American Ultra. And a cameo in Community. Yes. You know. And you'll soon see him in Hateful Eight. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Justified forever. So then, uh, maybe not the best assassin in the movie, but the dude who meant it the most, mm-hmm. uh, Nicky Naude. Lots of French stuff. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Moped guy? Ah, I love that movie. But I wanted to share his IMDb bio. Please. This is Blondie, right? Yes. Yes. This is, this is Window Guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tips. Son of a Catroni mafia gangster slash government rebel slash veteran soldier of World War II in Indochina, Nicky Nade's father, half French, half Italian, escaped to Mexico after robbing a bank, where his wife, Nicky's mother, became a successful model and actress. After a few years, they then fled to Montreal, where Nicky was born. His dad managed a club called Chez Claret, often spending time there with Jacques Mazarin. The club was owned by the infamous Catroni, the Canadian Al Capone. <laughs> after about 15 years in Canada, Nicky and his mother returned to France, joined a year later by his dad. A new quiet life left his parents discontent, which led to alcoholism. Nikki was orphaned at the age of 17. I want to see that movie! Nikki's destiny was very different, thanks in large part to his involvement in sports, training in full-contact American kickboxing and kung fu. Very <laughs> early, he became the French and European junior champion. A career as a fashion model followed, with Nikki re- relocating to New York, London, Tokyo, Barcelona, and Amsterdam. Then as an actor, featuring in blockbuster films such as The Born Identity, <laughs> Hitman, Brotherhood of the Wolf, and Arsene Lupin. Jesus. I would like to see his dad's story. I would mm-hmm. I, I would I would that. pay money. I would see that trilogy. Yes. His dad's story, his story, and then mm-hmm. the third one, which will be the Godfather Three and no one likes Obviously. it. Obviously. <laughs> uh, so this was based on Robert Ludlum's book series about a man in the American Foreign Service whose family is killed. So he joins a paramilitary unit and kills a double agent named Jason Bourne when he joins Treadstone. There he is uh, directed to uh, take out an assassin named Carlos the Jackal, um, who later comes back to haunt him when he starts killing people and blaming it on Jason Bourne. So he has to stop Carlos and then evade the CIA kill teams out to get him. That's more... So nothing from the book. Uh, Jason Bourne, Treadstone, uh, Evading kill teams. Yeah, and he has amnesia. (laughs) And running away from CIA. It sounds more like the second one than this one. It definitely picks up 
definitely picks up more in two and three. Yeah. Uh, Robert Ludlin was a Marine. He worked in theater for uh, a long time before moving into writing full-time. Wrote under the pen names Jonathan Ryder and Michael Shepard. He died in 2001 while recovering from burns he received in a mysterious fire. What? All I okay. could find out is that the fire was mysterious. Good. Okay. Jesus. The uh, fuck? Much of Treadstone and the government and how they work is based on Doug Lyman's father's memoirs about working for the NSA under Reagan. Oh, damn. Conklin is based on a controversial American figure, Oliver North, especially during the Iran-Contra affair, but he wanted the movie to be as apolitical as possible. Possible borns <laughs> were Brad Pitt, who turned it down for Spy Game, Dummy. Russell Crowe, and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Those would have been weird. Those would have been terrible. Yeah. Maybe not Russell Crowe, because this would have yeah. been like two years after Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe right. he could have done that. Uh, Damon worked Jason out for Bond. three months, not only in weapons, boxing, and escrow, but also in stunt training, so he could do most of them himself. Especially, you can tell he's doing that shit for sure. And the building climbing. Fuck, really? He did the that? slow parkour. Yeah. Fuck, All I right. couldn't do that. That would scare the shit. Out of me. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. No thank you, man. To Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I. I I'm amazed we went this long. Also, a, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it, a uh, fantastic cameo or repeating role uh, in 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, As Carol. As, As Carol. a doorman to the sky. <laughs> a pilot. Maybe his finest work, honestly, as Carol. Very funny. Yeah, him and John Hamm basically did all their best stuff on 30 Rock. <laughs> well, until John Hamm was on Kimmy Schmidt. Jesus, Ooh, true. <laughs> I don't know. He does call a racket a fart on Thirty Rock. <laughs> that episode is maybe you're a one cheating of the best bitch. The bubble. You're, you're a cheat, cheating bitch. <laughs> Fuck. So our movie begins on a dark and stormy night. Oh, yeah, I'm a drink. You did the thing. Uh, that we're okay. drinking. So it opens. Uh, this is actually what an explosion magico board meeting looks like. It's a bunch of ugly, disheveled men sitting around a table, mm-hmm. <laughs> like arguing with each other, bitching about food, uh, what they're eating that night. Uh, game program attack was written in a tiny room, <laughs> slowly filling with water. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, much booze. Yeah, that people was throwing all... down cards like they meant something. That was all. We didn't of... know how to play cards. <laughs> we know we weren't even playing cards. We just all were holding them. We just throw them down for emphasis. Yeah. like I want to do the Contra cartoon. <laughs> I'm tired of pizza. Full houses do not exist in Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, some of these are Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, so? So? These these guys are not worried about the storm that they're in. No, yeah. super not worried. They're super, they're pretty chill. And they're ready to go out there and <laughs> rescue someone. If, I, I would be like, that guy is dead. If Did, I've learned anything from movies, it's anytime it starts to rain at sea, mm-hmm. you're, you're about dead. to die. You're fucking dead. And these guys are just like, well, let's play cards. Up, oh, another corpse. Ah, oh, we found a corpse. Better dig this one out of the water. Wait, let's what was get that, that guy doing? Was he like throwing garbage overboard and then he saw a body? I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I don't know, Nick. Why don't you watch the movie? <laughs> you have queued up. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I paused it. Makes me feel like maybe you didn't do your research. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just thinking. I just know that one guy went outside for some reason. It'd be funny if he was just throwing garbage. (laughs) Just throwing the piss bucket outside. (laughs) 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 So they find Jason Bourne in his blinky light vest. Yes. Which, Uh, I don't know if a spy should have. Well, it's safety. It's a safety safety thing. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so then uh, Giancarlo mm-hmm. is perhaps the greatest surgeon in the world. Yes. He cut cleanly through a wetsuit yes. without piercing the skin mm-hmm. or holding the suit up with his other hand, mm-hmm. all on the middle of a rocking boat in the yeah. middle of a storm. Yeah, he's very good. That's some Doctor Strange shit. Yeah, like, he's very mm-hmm. good. Even though it can't Pre-alcoholism. be... Couldn't be sterile, but... Pre-alcoholism, Doctor Strange. <laughs> I mean, he poured, like... He probably poured... What are they? Italy? Yes. He poured some wine. On I don't know what he... <laughs> He poured some Peroni. I don't know. <laughs> some Ouzo. He poured a dark and stormy. We couldn't find a cocktail named the Floating Body. <laughs> and anything involved with a race of the mind was terrible. We should invent, damn it. We should invent one called the Corpse. Yes. <laughs> well, it's all like a gin and tonic, but someone hits you in the back of the head with a shovel. <laughs> That's the important thing. As soon as they hand it to you, you, you make like a you make like a vodka tonic in a in a bucket, and you dip a shovel in it, and then you just hit someone in the I head. I think I think the body bag would be a kick ass cocktail name. That would be a good one. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it would be, but I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's everyone's homework is to figure out to put, pitch a body bag for yeah. a later episode. For those of you out there, much much of you aren't twenty one. Much of you aren't 21. Yeah, that's true. And most of that was directed to uh, the members of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, So we cut to Langley. And honestly, except for the computer monitors, this movie's actually aged pretty well, considering how much technology crap happens in it. Yeah, it's not too bad. They they do all this stuff kind of on a slower pace. They're like, oh, we'll have a satellite uplink in 30 minutes. Yeah, but they also don't like, you know, like like bad boys. And they're like, hold on. We got the satellite maps, and it looks like fucking Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is this is like okay, we Much got him on satellite, or we hacked the cameras, mm-hmm. which is still stuff you see. They it's never it never gadget porns us, it never technology ODs us. Yeah, you know it's just it's it's a spycraft movie, and they just happen to have phones and computers and shit. Yeah. It, it's very casual. It, it doesn't, yeah, it's not gadget heavy in any way yeah, whatsoever. I mean, like, I actually kept the running count. Like, the handprint thing at the bank would have been an iPad, not on a stand. Mm-hmm. Earpiece would have been a Bluetooth, not a clunky thing from the from when he's at the embassy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do rely on payphones a little bit, which, if you're being tracked by the government, isn't the worst idea. I just don't know if they're gone forever. Also, I don't know Europe. Are they still big thing? I there? No Maybe. idea. Probably no not. idea. Tell us uh, Portugal and, you know what, Australia, you weigh into. Yeah, why not? Let us know. <laughs> Fuck it. And they use flip phones in a weird way. It's like so the it's Europe of the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, all those filthy Pacific Islanders. <laughs> God damn it. Thank God for Australia. And New Zealand and Old Zealand. <laughs> ah, Old Zealand. Did they, didn't they vote for a flag recently? Like, what's our yeah, Old didn't Zealand? They, didn't they put the rugby logo on it? Probably. Why wouldn't they? I mean... It's kind of their thing. People get mad at us when we make fun of other countries, and then they do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do? Guys, come on now. <laughs> Meet us halfway. Just don't. Just don't do that. Uh, so, Damon... So, uh, I'm sorry, Jason Bourne... <laughs> yes. ...makes it to the coast. Mm-hmm. And here's why he's really well cast, why Matt Damon was so uh, important to making this movie work. Mm-hmm. He's good looking, so people want to trust him. Yeah. And they'll believe he's good at stuff without questioning him. Mm-hmm. But he's not a goddamn monster. So it's no. like when he becomes an undercover killing machine, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Of course he knows <clears throat> how to do that. Yeah. 
This is definitely one of those movies where it would have been complicated if he, you know, like looked like me, and they're just like, "No, I'm not. Dude, get he, out of my car." He I'm clearly, he clearly can't help it. Yeah, but he also looks like that, a nice guy. Because like, his first, like, well, he's clearly he's like, handsome. We want to believe he's. Yeah. Nice. He doesn't know where he is, uh -huh. he, and he plays it all well. But mm -hmm. I mean, there are those handsome dudes that I look at. I'm like, that guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, but yeah, they probably true. have a man bun. Yeah, that's also <laughs> true. That's probably true. <laughs> they're probably wearing a turtleneck in August. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, you're already it, the movie does a really good job of you commiserating with him and being on his side, uh, you know, before he even first jitzes these police officers, <laughs> which is dope. Which is fucking cool. He, uh, I like the uh, <clears throat> the whole time he's on the boat. There's a gentle swaying of the camera, mm -hmm. which is well done. Some movies don't do that. I can't name any, but like if Under like siege. a scene's on a boat, it's just Under like siege still does not do that. <laughs> How much do aircraft carriers rock? Not much. It is a floating city. I, I would city. imagine not much. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Uh, so then, he does, again, to come back to Damon's casting, it's it's really well done where he slowly realizes mm -hmm. lost stuff. Like, yes. like when he's speaking in different languages on a boat. Mm -hmm. Or when he realizes, like that little bit of surprise, that half second of surprise <laughs> that he knows what to do. And then just flows into it. And then he just mm -hmm. accepts it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, you know, you've seen this on shows, yeah. TV shows, a movie, where they'll, they'll do it, and they'll be, like, terrified. Yeah. And be like, look, oh, my God, look, how did I know? Like oh, no. People. no, he leaves the area because yeah. his training has taken over. Mm -hmm. Like, that that sort of non-CIA-trained killing machine mm -hmm. surfaces for a second. It's like, wait, I know what to do? Yeah. And then he does it. And, and then just, the CIA training, the behavioral software, as they put it later takes over mm -hmm. and he fucking pieces out. I think what I love Yeah, he slides in What and I out love of about this movie is that ultimately it's a just like this is all a big misunderstanding. <laughs> like the CIA has no idea that he's lost his memory. Yeah. And they're just they're like, treating him as if he is I mean he is technically a rogue agent, mm -hmm. but they're treating him of it, at him as if he is actively working against them. <laughs> there, which he's technically not. There are a couple times where mm -hmm. before a CIA agent dies, yeah, and they realize he doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they all could have just continued with their lives. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kills them. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. I just um, love when he faces Conklin. He's just like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they're both like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's, that's a good but, scene. Like, if he is a rogue agent like going after them, he, he it would be like the most rookie mistakes made by a rookie Yeah, it absolutely agent. would. It's like, like, what he the goes hell? He's going he back goes, to his own hotel. But he's just following all these very... You but know. he does like a bunch of human stuff. And yeah. the CIA crap surfaces at the best possible mm -hmm. time. But they're sitting there like... We don't know if he's taunting us. We don't <laughs> yeah. know if he's made a mistake. Yeah, I love it. And it's like he's literally just following like the two clues he has. Yeah, all he had was this this fucking safety deposit box, laser pointer in his, in his head, head. And, like hip. I thought it was head in his. Hip? It was, I it thought it was in his fucking Achilles. No, it was in his hip. Oh, I, I could have sworn it was like near his Achilles. I was like, that's a bad okay, place. It's to not put a head because there's no hair. No. I, even though it sounded like head to me. I don't, I don't know. think it'd be Achilles hip. Maybe it was his hip. I don't and know. His hip. Okay. Hip. hip. I believe. Which means Giancarlo spent a lot of time studying his naked body. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he well, did. He's probably skinny enough to have those, you know, sex lines that point down to your dick. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, there's a laser pointer with a bank code. <laughs> yeah. 
pointing. Because of the fuck me lines. Well, yes. 100%. The dick lines. Yeah, whatever, Matt Damon. Whatever. What is the, Brad, what Brad is the point of that, like, bank? Like, it's only if he's in this... If he's compromised, it's where he can go to get money and passports. But it's also... Like oh, does he but know... Like, but he didn't know that that was there? Because my understanding he was knew, that no, no, he, no, no. He, he went there every time before a mission. No, 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 because he's in Paris. Yeah. That's where he's out of. And then uh, Julia Stiles feeds him info out of Paris. They activate him via Paris. But he, if he's ever lost in Europe, it's like, if things go south, because the, the boat hit, you know, it was like mm-hmm. on the coast, yeah, yeah, yeah. if he has to escape to a boat, it's yeah. like, here's where you go, and you become no longer John Michael Caine. You, you become you, someone else. You, you fuck yeah. off to Canada. Here's the money to help you survive, and then we'll reset you up somewhere else. And the yeah. next thing you know, he's in, you know... Burn okay. Switzerland. I mean, I guess there's that. nothing there I to tie him to that the way. CIA. My understanding that. was that that was that was his before each mission. He no. goes over my, there. My my understanding is that is that was his CIA arranged bug out bag, and mm. then he emptied the motherfucker, and they're like, "Oh God, he's still alive." Yeah, maybe this yeah. was this was break in case of emergency. That's Either how way. I understood. Okay, that makes more sense because you can. I mean, if it's any if their banking laws or anything like their immigration policies. Mm-hmm. I mean, not now. But if you're a handsome white man, you could probably just get into Switzerland, no fucking problem. Oh, no, he's no he just walked there. into, what is that, Italy? Well, he, <laughs> no, got he, Switzerland. he got off the boat, and then he made his way towards Switzerland <laughs> to, to to do the number. In Which is a, maybe a day's travel. Yeah. Not a big deal. Would um, you say that Jason Bourne is the deadliest catch? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Was that it? Was that your? No, that wasn't even the bad joke I had lined up. I'm uh, I'm canceling this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for I, joining us for the last for ever episode of Climb. I think I think the clear answer is yes. <laughs> Obviously, folks, they're working against me. <laughs> um, but yeah, his his kind of his flowing into learning his skills and as he remembers stuff, it's actually done really well as kyle pointed out like he doesn't freak out i think the only other time i've seen it the only other time i've seen it done this well Mm -hmm. is uh when antonio banderas learns the vikings language in the 13th warrior (laughs) that is fantastic i'm not even trying to be funny no i legitimately how did you you learn our language i listen well you know i was thinking about you know we i kind of like said it was a bad idea where like you know, it's like, oh no, I'm freaking out that we. I'm a monster. I'm learning this shit, which is kind of how uh, Long Kiss Goodnight does it, but it does it really well. Well, they and also make Sam Jackson that character keep moving. and things like that. Uh, but it's I was speaking more to like bad bad movies. Well, here's and bad tele- television <laughs> always plays it. In well, they got they got they got they got to pad shit out. Yeah, where they yeah, where they have to do something cool, freak out and then talk about it with like three people and but, then Yeah, but I mean the next thing. like this is the difference is like one kiss good night, it does fit that character who has yeah. an established life. Jason Bourne is basically as, as far Blank as he slate. knows 9 days old. Yeah, he has no idea. Whereas, like, Samantha Kane and Long Kiss Goodnight had Has a, life. a life now. But then, like, you have, like, these other movies, like American Ultra, where the point of the movie is those freakouts. Yeah. And it's fucking tiring. It's exhausting watching movies like that. Yeah. So just move the fuck on. You can't do it every time. Get they're, to the next emotion. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. I'll have to check <laughs> it out. Don't. At the very least. <laughs> so, he gets woken up on the bench by the police. I'm going to assume they're in Switzerland. Is, they do they speak, speak German, so it could be German, a German, French, and uh, yeah, I think they're in 
Zurich by this time. I like that he Which slides in and out of thing. German and uh, and is again surprised. Yeah, but not yeah, but he not enough to be like oh shit. Is <laughs> like I oh. yeah he doesn't Randy Marsh it. Oh. Oh. This is my dream <laughs> <laughs> to actually find out I'm a sleeper cell badass <laughs> or a chosen one like Neo. Mm-hmm. Like I just I basically want to be the greatest hero with very little work on my end. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's fair. I think we've all wanted that at some point. But when he... So, yeah, when he's sleeping on the bench, and the, the Jitsen looks great here. Which, by the way, what did I... I it's a I little was, sped up. It's a little sped up, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was reading about the styles that they used. It's not Krav Maga, which I guess I thought everyone thought it was. Krav Maga! But I guess it's a, it's a, it's a mix between Kali and Never then, heard of that. And Screamer. And then uh, Bruce Lee's technique. What is that? Jeet Kune Do. The way of the intercepting fist. Yeah. Really? So it's like a mix of both. There's actually a Kali place right near my house. And I never paid attention to it. And I drove by and I was like, it's like karate, jujitsu, Kali. Which I'm assuming is a very like judo, jujitsu-esque martial art, I would think. A lot of his movements... um, Although you don't get to see them in later movies, mm-hmm. looks like it's taken from a screma, which is like Filipino knife fighting, stick fighting, hand yeah. fighting. But I think here's the deal: is Nick's Nick's already mastered Krav Maga. Yeah. Yes, uh, but level one. You, at least. Inve- <laughs> you investigate Kali. Okay. And then I will take a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. <laughs> Me together. And then we will uh, solve mysteries together. <laughs> that's fine. I think that's a great idea. Welcome to the Climax Detective Agency. <laughs> what would your cu- call sign be? Oh, what call signs be for our detective agency? Fuck, I don't know. I like that we'll, we'll we immediately to went you. to call signs. <laughs> well, I mean, no, we just go to the cool parts. We can't call each other by our names in front of criminals. It's just fucking tradecraft, Kyle. Yeah. Well, my my joke would be mine would just be Nick yelled. <laughs> nah, but spelled different. <laughs> it's Nick you with just, just a like, You make it sound like maybe with like an E. Nick. <laughs> Nick. An IE. Nick. Nick. We would just steal G.I. Joe code names. <laughs> Snake That's... Eyes, Storm Shadow, and then Snake Eyes 2. <laughs> Snake Eyes 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Guys, we can't all be Red Leader. Oh. I got dibs on Storm Shadow. I'll be Guile. All right. Because <laughs> it kind of rhymes with my name. So, Guile, Ajax. Storm Shadow, and. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Secret Agent. These work for me. Yeah, I'm fine with all of these. I can't wait to go punch a car. <laughs> Um, so I did some uh, I did some investigation into Bourne's amnesia. Yes, and from what I can find, he is uh, suffering from the following combination of amnesias: mm-hmm. bullet to the back, source amnesia. He can remember knowledge and skills, but not how he learned them. Yes, disassociative amnesia, yeah. psychological trauma, usually from a specific event, but it feels a bit like his past catching up with him and his subconscious trying to pull away from that. And that's in the that movie. That's be. not medical, but it's just yeah. the psychological trauma. And then a kind of disassociative amnesia is uh, disassociative retrograde, usually caused by the physical trauma. The victim can't remember anything prior to the trauma, but the memory can usually be restored by exposing the victim to memories and familiar stimuli. Uh, I read a thing about a dissociative, a man with a dissociative disorder, and it's a really extreme case, obviously, uh, but he he woke up. I don't even think he had trauma. He just woke up. It, there must have been trauma involved. I, 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 but he woke up, didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. went 
moved to another town. Like you do. Opened a fucking convenience store. Yeah. And then all of a sudden woke up one day and remembered who he was <laughs> and was like, why am I here? <laughs> so so he, he went. And, you have both he, and it was like three months. It so was in the span of three months. He moved to another town. Started kicked, a new life. Started a business and a new life. <laughs> and then woke up and couldn't remember then, the new life. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. That's insane. Oh, wait. He couldn't remember the new yeah, life? Yeah, he couldn't remember the new life. He, he oh only remembered the old one. And he was like, why am I here? Oh, I thought he'd wake up with both and he got to pick which he wanted no, to continue. He, he had no idea. He was like, why does everyone know me? Where am I? How close was the new town. I think it was in like Canada or something. Like he moved kind And did he of also far. run a convenience store? Okay, I was about to say cuz if it was like Noblesville, yeah, to Castleton, it's like, oh, you're you didn't have any friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one you looked clearly for you had very to move hard. away. Yeah. yeah, I think he moved somewhere else. I I don't know what the de- the details were. I I, I should have wrote it down actually cuz they they know the guy's name. It's a very like you you can probably find it. But <laughs> I want to know Does about stories. Name I mean, I found it not even looking that hard. I found it through researching born. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was born identity to this guy's story. So it wasn't like a huge leap. No, their podcast Explosion Magic Network goes as hard or to the wall. <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. I didn't even try that hard. I want to hear about uh, amnesia stories where people faked it to try to get away from their family. Oh, like uh, fucking 30 Rock? (laughs) Oh, anyway. Uh, I guess, yeah, it does. uh, Just shoot me? (laughs) I, I, yeah, there's got to be a million cases of just fake amnesia. So many. So these cops. uh, And the Flintstones. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yes. Absolutely. So the cops are pissed that he doesn't have papers to sleep in the snow. Man, papillos is They're pretty upset. What is that in? Man, papillos is washing. <laughs> God damn it! That's a... the fuck out of him. So he just the fuck out of him. No, then... he collies the fuck out of them. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've already talked about this. I specifically brought it up. I guess I should know. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, was this Treadstone? And then, so Chris Cooper is getting yelled at by Brian Cox because of an aborted assassination <laughs> attempt. You know, Chris Cooper's like, you're asking me a direct question. I thought you weren't going to do that. I just make lo- anyone else terrified? I love that. That's a great, that's a line that <laughs> says a monologue's worth of shit. In one moment. I love that kind of stuff. I mean, it was well done in the movie. It just makes yeah. me nervous about our national security apparatus. Where they don't know what each other are doing. These spies are so terrified of spying mm-hmm. that they hide shit from each other. Yeah. And then it just devolves into shitty office politics. Yeah, basically. That's fucked up. I, I just like that you. they brought everyone together. It's like, all right, everyone who tried to kill this guy. Who tried no, to kill him? You we know, agreed we, we know wouldn't. someone. We agreed we wouldn't. Wink, wink. God damn it! I just, I just don't see the difference between uh, in this from the CIA to like you know upper management like State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all it all operates about the same. Did you enact the the Volkswagen callback? I are you asking me a direct question? <laughs> are you asking me a direct question? You you said you never do that. You never fucked up before. This isn't Geico. It's goddamn State Farm. We do things a little differently here. We expect results. Fucking piece of shit. I'll kill you. I'll send you back. I'll send you back to Hertz rent a car. So fucking fast. I don't give a fuck. So they go to Unbank. Oh, the uh, bank? This, is, bank. Also, this bank. is also my other dream, where I go to a bank, and there's just a box full of cash and guns. Hey, listen, that first of all, the way he gets in, once again, just <laughs> hey. flowing... 
so casually. Mm-hmm. Like he gets up to the the hand scanner. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent freak out there. Yeah, I a hundred percent. I'm like, oh, hand scan. I wouldn't dare take this chance. Oh, first roadblock for me, just writing down the account number casually <laughs> without looking at a phone or... Oh, or, memori- or yeah. you know, shining the laser pointer on the wall behind the reception. <laughs> yeah, mem- memorizing the account number. I don't even have Hold my, on, ma'am. Hold on. I don't even have my bank account memorized, <laughs> yeah, let alone just, one that I just got. I'm just sitting there shooting it at the wall behind her and like reading it off. Going back like seven times. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Hold oh, on, hold three on, sevens. Okay. okay. We got it. Seven, 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 three sevens. Not three seven, but three sevens. You know what I mean. But not like numeral three, <laughs> seven. Like, you seven. know what I mean. Fuck. Oh, shit, it's out of batteries. <laughs> oh, fuck, it ran out of fucked. battery. And then I get to the fucking handprint thing, and I'm like, either going to use the wrong hand, <laughs> yeah. or like press my face against it. Yeah. What is this, retinol? Sir, is there's too much butt? pizza grease on this. <laughs> is it a putt? Is it a butt print? What is it? What I would mean? I would have gone with butt print if I made it. Probably. All right, so he, like an idiot, <laughs> left the gun. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, first, he grabs, I, he grabs a fancy... The fanciest of trash bags. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's that looks a very like a gift nice that bag. came with like cologne you got. Well, first in of all, school. that I couldn't tell like if that was a floor and logo I, on it or well, something. Well, here's what I was trying to figure out: is that a bag it's, made? I've never been in that fancy of a bank. <laughs> I, it looked like a trash can, but it had to have been a thing for collecting whatever's in your box. They right? definitely gave that to him. Like it's a hundred. So, yeah. It's just in whatever in those private rooms they have those canvas bags. For you to put your like, shit in, that's right? That's a giant Crown Royal bag. Also, no, yeah, exactly. my, my biggest issue is that he doesn't take the gun because he's really flowed mm-hmm. with everything else in this, and then he doesn't take he the do gun, it? and it's just like, this is like a thing where like if you're going to throw everything in the bag... Just, just go with it. I mean, it did. Com- it would have, it would have complicated his life when he went to the embassy. Yeah, I suppose um, that's true. But. but yeah, he's got this bag. It looks like uh, my mom used to be like a buyer for Nordstrom, so we would get like these gift bags like that those would come little... with like towels yeah. and cologne and stuff. And it would be in those bags. It looks like those shitty bags that, like, those shitty drawstring bags that people take to the gym. Yeah. Or, or or they yeah. give out they give out on campus and it's like yeah. sign up for a credit card and they will get give, yeah. we'll give you bag. this Mastercard drawstring bag you'll use it for two weeks idiot like oh, and this is the tiniest of bags yeah God. but they always had a hot girl or the dumbest man possible mm-hmm. working the <laughs> and it worked every time I had fifteen credit cards my credit is terrible because I love drawstring bags they gave those shit out a lot at cheerleading functions. I'm very jealous of Jason Bourne's drawstring bag. <laughs> it's so cute. I bet he has a. I bet he has a ton of credit cards. Look at all that space. <laughs> um, so he leaves the bank with his bag of money and passports, but not guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think sent the Swiss police after him? Okay, you- this is literally the only part of the movie where I'm like, this doesn't follow for me because clearly someone at the bank. Working for the suspicious. I couldn't tell if it was. It has to be a plant for Treadstone, right? Well, I'm like, just saying, they, like no, there's probably, a line later. There's like our source at the bank. Okay, so it's got to be. It's got to be a guy. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I must have missed that line. Because I would imagine, I, I would mm-hmm. imagine all of their agents have a box there. And then yeah. they have someone stationed there to let them know when someone let them know it. when someone does. Well, that was it. just yeah. it. it. Was like I couldn't figure out. Like at the embassy. 
definitely Treadstone. Definitely mm-hmm. the CIA. Maybe not directly. Yeah. Maybe it's not the CIA is like, hey, one of our rogue agents is there. But it's like, there's a man in a red bag and an orange sweater. Grab yeah. him. And yeah. they don't know who it's from. It's just like from the State Department or some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but when the Swiss police are after him, I couldn't figure out if that was the CIA telling the Swiss police, like, hacking their shit and being like, this man's a known criminal. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> if it was, like, shit from beating up those cops. And like they put out, I, I, they put I, out a description. My 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 thought was it was Treadstone. Okay, I'm fine. I there. just didn't. Know. I, I would I would guess it's like like you know what I mean, like oh. international <laughs> criminal, like Interpol, like yeah, they yeah. fed information like Interpol or something like that, and you had to pick them up. I, I gotta say, Jason Bourne is so cool in so many sticky situations, unless there are cops around that aren't looking for him. <laughs> Then then like, he looks. He, look, fuck. he yeah. looks hyper conspicuous yeah, when like he when, when they're just walking behind him. He's just like looking over his shoulder. Uh, uh, he's like walking way too fast. Yeah. yeah, There's a fucking there's there's fucking two units of Marines breaching and clearing rooms <laughs> yeah. with assault weapons, and he's just like he's chewing whatever. Gum. I just got to keep going. <laughs> but then there's like the fucking Swiss police force. Yeah. And he just can't. Or just chase one him. car goes, uh, one police siren goes off on a car on an opposite yeah. street. Oh, and he oh, oh, yeah, and he oh. fucking rubbernecks so hard he slips on the ice and God. falls on his ass. <laughs> throws God. the bag in the air, shoots <laughs> money and passports everywhere. <laughs> that's why I didn't bring the gun. That's why I didn't bring the gun. Because it would go off in the air, just fire five times, spinning through the air. God damn it. Yeah, that would, that, that's probably what would happen. <laughs> uh, slips. Uh, the chase through the embassy is pretty cool. Yeah. But him climbing down the side of that building is fucking nuts. Red bag, you there. Red bag, red shirt. Yeah, Stop. Th- this movie has two guys who definitely regret their life choices. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, first is red bag guy who's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a hero. Yeah. Oh, it needs my handcuffs because I'm a bad motherfucker. Nope. And he gets himself and then two innocent Marines beaten within an inch of their lives. God damn it. Collied. And then the dude who gets dick punched on the stairs. <laughs> All right. He deserves. I know he's like a goon or he's part of the security, uh, but he deserves honorable a poor mention sap. henchman. No, he's a poor sap. He's a poor, he's sap. A poor sap award. Dick punches poor the fr- sap. I had to rewind it several times because it looks like he I was. Laugh too hard. He was. <laughs> it looks like he was talking on a cell phone at first. Just yeah. like, yeah. Well, hey, that, babe. Dude, that dude's like, well, sure, I won't get punched in the dick today. <laughs> he gets punched in the dick. This is my nightmare. <laughs> hey, Steve, then, how you doing today? Well, my dick's fine. It hasn't been punched yet. <laughs> Hey, honey, I'm just going to pick up some soup on my way home. We could cuddle up. Maybe and make then we that can baby fuck, you want. Yeah, maybe I come home and you just sit on this dick. Because, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Because it's, it's just gone unpunched for so long. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets you know, punched on the dick, dick and then thrown down the stairs as an afterthought. I can't even remember the last oh, time my, my dick was punched. <laughs> that dude and is, then, that and then got I a thought- suit. <laughs> In a corner office and a gun, God and he's like, "I'm on top of the world," and then he plummets down the food chain. <laughs> Poor son of a bitch. I thought, and then Jason turns around and starts going back down. I was like, "Oh God, he's gonna go to finish him off." I'd have yeah, dead. I'd have maybe shit my pants so he'd leave me alone. <laughs> I would but definitely. Like, that's it's my go-to. Funny. He was able to pull off a uh, <laughs> a walkie-talkie from him because he he's not like unconscious or anything. He's just laying there regretting life. <laughs> That poor bastard. I wish I would have stayed in my office. Uh, I guess guess it's also worth mentioning this is where we meet his cohort, our lady, in the embassy. I don't know what she's arguing about. Before dick punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's she's trying to get her visa. Pre-dick punch, which changed everything. Anyway, so he meets her there. But the point is, now we're at dick punch. (laughs) Okay, but 
So what I do like about the embassy sequence is it's almost robotic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't choose things or think about stuff. He makes decisions, and like that's different than like weighing your options. Yeah. Every single event that happens, it closes off one option and then leaves him a different one. Or he makes a choice that he can't go back to, but he just keeps going down this like decision tree. Yeah. Like he has to get to the roof. And it's, there's no, oh, I'll be trapped. Or what then? It's straight up. This puts the most distance between me and them. This door's locked. Break the lock. I'm outside. Can I get on the roof? I can't. Climb down. Like there's no like there's no choice but to climb down. Oh right no, now. what do I do? No. Or or do I wait for these guys to come get me? Like they don't even play with that. He's just like, all right, I gotta climb down this fucking roof. <laughs> like, I it's can't, a different kind of tension. I am freaked out that Matt Damon did that sequence. That's that freaks me out. <laughs> I am super impressed. Well, because it looks fucking cool. That's some fucking they probably, uncharted Nathan Drake shit going so you, on there. You, you would say that you like them apples. <laughs> I do. I very much do. I'm going to boo that one. <laughs> you booed mine, I'll boo that That's one. That's fair. Come at um, me, bro. I'll defend it. Well, you can't. None of us could are within striking distance. Like used harness and took them out in post, maybe? Some yeah, I'm sure he had people. a harness. There's definitely a guideline. I mean, I mean fucking, still, yeah. Tom fuck Cruise you. had a guideline in uh, Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, I mean, he had a guideline in five when he's on the side of an airplane. <laughs> yeah. He's he's fine. It's still a human being climbing a sheer wall. Yeah, it's still yeah. terrifying. Oh, <laughs> I would cut my fingers trying to get that map off the wall. <laughs> oh, 0% chance I get that map. Oh, no, no. I would have definitely, when I was when I had the fire extinguisher, I definitely would have punctured the bottom, breaking the lock, <laughs> and just slipped in fire retardant foam, and the Marines would have come up and mercy killed me. <laughs> They open the room. It's just full of like that, <laughs> and then I'm just like barely moving under it. And then I just and then I just catch two in the head, one in the chest. Ow, ow. Just because I had to. Oh, we can't. It's it would break Dale's heart if he found out this is the guy who dick punched him on the stairs. <laughs> that poor son of a bitch. So if anyone asks, uh, he almost killed us. Yeah. Those Marines are unreasonable. He, t- he for dismantled Dale. us, and we it's lucked f- out. We got we got one lucky shot off. I'll tell you what, I'll dick punch a whole goddamn embassy. I, 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 that's not a problem. If for that's me. what it takes to get results. If that's what I have to do to get out of there, I'll dick punch all I of them. I just need to do that move more. <laughs> well, so Honestly, he, yeah, it should have came up later. So he should have dick punched Blondie with that pen. Well, the problem is, is Blondie didn't come at him with the, on the stairs. <laughs> we, we can't. We, we it has to, a rising uppercut as he comes up the stairs. We, we have to talk about. I can't wait to talk about that. I think that's that. going to be our longest discussion. <laughs> Anyway. So we meet Marie. Yes. Again, he's handsome and not built like a fucking monster. Yes. And he doesn't carry himself like the baddest man alive. So she he gets the ride. Yes. He also has twenty grand, so that helps. Again, suspicious, but he's good looking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's twenty here's twenty grand cash. Not in francs yeah. or Deutschmarks <laughs> in American, American currency. Yes. Will you take me? If it was any one of us, you'd be like no! Absolutely not. <laughs> but because no, it's handsome-ass Matt Damon. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, get in the car. He even gets sassy. He's like, wait, in. how simple is this? I pay, you drive. Duh. Hadoi. Uh, and she's still like, okay, he's a reasonable human being. <laughs> he's so handsome. He's so pretty. Let's do it. And I love his orange turtleneck. Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's the most dating thing in this whole movie. He got it off a fishing boat. Do you know how many of those I had in the 90s, like early 2000s? My mom used to buy those all the time, and she used to buy them extra large because I'd grow into them. Well, she was hoping you'd pack on mass. I didn't. <laughs> we all hoped. We were all hoping for a long time. It's not too late, Kyle. We're still hoping. 
something's gonna happen. I could do a less hoping. I, I could fill that thing out, <laughs> but I don't have a neck, so it just comes up and covers my face. <laughs> so you just bought, you just got ninja outfits every every so Christmas. Yours, yours would just cover your mouth. <laughs> so this zips up to my mouth. And they got that nasty smell because you keep spitting into. <laughs> Ah, oh, this this <laughs> the zip up turtleneck turtleneck sweater smells like my breath. A horrifying glimpse behind the curtain. <laughs> That's why I never used scarves. <laughs> I never used them because I'm made of boy parts. Uh, <laughs> the scarf smells like scotch and throw up. Shame. Uh, the scarf. The scar- Kyle, Nick, your scarves smell like sick. <laughs> yes, they do. What is the smell? Am I is healthy? That, sick? Is, is that vodka and throw up? Oh no, no, you're smelling despair. No, 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 no. I sweat that. <laughs> that's that's different. That's a different thing. No, that's just in the background of whatever I breathe out. That's just <laughs> casual radiation of Nick. So Jason and his sharp turtleneck yes. go to the truck stop, yes. which I didn't know they had in Europe. I, yeah, of course. In his they gap do. outfit. I figured that was an America thing. And then he gives that speech, which I always give on first dates. <laughs> which what which one is I that? I pay you I drive. Memorized, I memorized every license plate in the parking lot. <laughs> that moment is great. I know that the guy at the mm-hmm. bar weighs two fifteen and can handle himself. I know the best place to look for a gun is in the great truck cab outside. I know at this altitude I can run flat out for a mile before my hands start to shake. I mean I modify it. Mm-hmm. I realize that there were five blue cars outside. They might be gone because it's street parking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that the guy at the bar makes more money than me because <laughs> everyone makes more money than me. Everyone does. I know this altitude. I can I can run a hundred feet flat out before my hands start to shake. <laughs> it's a. I mean, if they girls, are rarely impressed. If a girl's not into that, I don't know. What, I don't know what you fucking want from you. I noticed outside that there were five cool dogs. I wanted to be friends, with. and I wanted to pet all of them. I know that it takes me exactly seven minutes to eat. All the chicken. I know I can eat an entire chicken from Ralph's. I know that we <laughs> got. Minutes. I know that we got eight mozzarella cheese sticks, and I ate five of them. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I know uh, that you, if you go you to the clearly bathroom, weren't paying attention. I know that if you go to the bathroom here, use the left one because the right one doesn't flush. Because I filled it because of me. <laughs> Because, because of that, previous that's my cheese fault. sticks. <laughs> because of the cheese sticks, as I mentioned earlier. Listen, listen, baby. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of a dead end right now. <laughs> But there's an okay chance I'm a sleeper agent there's, there's and a actually chance. good at a bunch of stuff. There's an upswing here, maybe, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Best case scenario. <laughs> Best case scenario, I'm a train killer. Best case scenario, I'm secretly a train killer, or I will get a Green Lantern ring. My, my eggs you can't in, say it won't happen. My eggs are in those two baskets. Exclusively, I need you to know that those are exclusively where all my eggs are. I've given up trying to advance at work via promotion. Worst know, case scenario, awkward making out and I buy you a bunch of necklaces. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about you get it? How about mm-hmm. how about you uh, you let me neck you a little bit and then I give you a puka shell necklace. They won't be great necklaces, but there will be a lot of them. No, 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 no. I bought them off of Venice Boardwalk. They were made by a druggie uh, also, if you want like spray paint art, I could probably get you hooked up with that too. Do you want what do you, do you want? want? Neon sugar skulls? How about that? What do you think about that? I always buy one when I go to Venice. Here's I have the, three because I don't go to Venice often. Here's what I'm going to say. I can make you, you make out with me. I get you these things. Planet. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you a sugar skull. I can get you spin art of some kind, uh, and definitely very cheap detox drinks. And then like. Uh, 
like a Marilyn Monroe wearing a bandana, giving gang mm-hmm. signs. Yes. Uh, spaghetti strap, tank top. And I can give you a weekend with that guy on rollerblades who just plays bongos up and down magical the boardwalk. Weekend. A magical weekend. I have him. a giant Hot Topic gift card. <laughs> I'm into that. You like... Uh, you like Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> I can get you everything. You want anything uh, affiliated with that? How you feel about Invader Zim beanies? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> we had a discussion Good. about Invader Zim this week. I know we did. I hate where we work. I know. Well, it happens. How'd that come up? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so we finally get to Paris. <laughs> So Bourne fesses up on the car ride over, right? So this like is where, like, yeah, he right, finally, because he's like, I love that moment, too, where he's like, okay, you know what? I don't know anything about this situation. Why would I not tell you everything? <laughs> I was born point? two weeks Fuck ago. It. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. And this is his, he's exploring his John Michael Kane persona right now, right? A little bit. Yeah. But that's the one in the, uh, that, his passports. That's, that's his- the one that, there. that's the guy who has the apartment. Right? Yes. In Paris, John Michael Caine. And he has that interview at the boat store. Yes, at the boat store. <laughs> That's good. I would love to go to a boat store. I wish I... It's a very I, fancy I wish I, boat store. I wish I looked like a person that needed to be at a boat store. Owned a yacht. Yeah. Like, I wish I... I just wish I looked like a person that could pretend like... Here's like, I, I could wander in a place like that, and they wouldn't just dick punch me and toss me out immediately. Down the stairs? Yeah, down the and stairs. And then go through my coat? <laughs> no, it's my Subway gift card. Oh, no. I'm I just, like, look, I just wish I looked like a away. person. I'll just cut the bar right there. I just wish I looked like a person. Listen, I just wish I here's like the thing. Anyone in this room could get a fucking bone, but you would buy it off the back of somebody's truck. Yeah. Or off a flyer you saw at a bar. Yes. And it would be like a fishing boat with one of those tuna seats that's really high up yeah. in the middle. Yeah. And not at like a fucking... You wouldn't talk to a man in a suit. No. And it no, needs no. one of those, what, trolley motors? Yes. <laughs> in the front? Yeah, absolutely. You got, but you got that fine-tuning But you obviously thing. have the paddles as backup. <laughs> like, they're in there. I mean, you gotta. You have to. I'm we not an to idiot. Go fishing. Let's go fishing. Yeah, no, let's go fishing. Fuck it. I hate fishing. All right, well, fuck you. I'm sorry. Nick, we're going fishing. I'm the patience. Fine. Uh, so finally they're in Paris and they make it to this apartment can't be that great this apartment it's a walk up yes garbage (laughs) it's garbage there's the friendly lobby lady who lives there yeah she's oh that's a bummer she's so nice she might be very French or she might be vaguely Chinese I'm not sure it's very tough she gets killed but when they're coming back down she's still in the lobby yeah (laughs) yeah well she died at her post she definitely didn't have to die either okay the way this man enters the apartment (laughs) she did not have to die let's back up okay (laughs) So he does the John Michael Caine phone call yeah. and finds out he's dead. Yes. And then, I don't she, know, at no point did I think Marie was a double agent. Yeah, no, I didn't no. either. Well, like, no. They was, already played their hand. Yeah, they I were never like, thought that. Like, who is this woman? So, so I don't know what the tension was where he's stalking through the apartment with the butcher knife. No, I, he it, just didn't want to freak her out. That's Oh, you guy. know what I that's thought? I thought he knew there was an assassin there and he was just trying not to freak her out. Yeah, that's what I got. That was I, my understanding. I, oh, no, no, no. My understanding was I understand he doesn't me. trust her anymore. I, and then when she catches him, he just drops yeah. the knife. I mean, I suppose I understand your read of that situation. That That's not how I read it, but that's because she's just so... It's I, a maybe, weird scene. Yeah. 
I guess it doesn't read <laughs> the way that I, I thought it was read very obviously, but you know, the way now that you mention it, I, I understand why maybe you would think that. Yeah, I felt it was a paranoid. Oh fuck! He's I like, don't know oh, who fuck, I can trust I'm with again. A murderer right I don't now. know who I can trust again. Yeah. What is she telling them? Whoever so the them idea: are. John Michael Caine is dead. He killed John Michael Caine. No, no, no. Because he was done with no, no, no. that person. No, that was no. the CIA killed John Michael Caine, so Wambosi would stop looking. Yeah. For this assassin, but he didn't oh, okay. believe the body. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I. I that's, it was my I understanding that. that she was using his toothbrush in the bathroom. <laughs> also that. But yeah. Europe, also that. Europe's different. Yeah, they don't care. They don't have to shave their pits or use deodorant. Nope. Like Bourne goes into CIA training, she goes in, she taps into her, her gypsy training and just uses toothbrushes, toothbrushes wherever she can. Why not? I think she knew they were already going to sleep together. <laughs> She's just prepping. I expected her to lift her legs and start shaving in, in the <laughs> sink. No, again, they so, don't do that in Europe. Gonna, oh, yeah, yeah the those are different. It. Yeah, they're just hairy as fuck. They're doing Miley Cyrus style. Yeah. Um, There's no hot water. Make yourself at home. Yeah. So then, Castell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst assassin in the world. Plan A. This Get- is like how we try to kill someone. Listen, th- this is how about I- it rappel down the side of the building, break the shit out of this window, and fire a submachine gun wildly into the ceiling. The only thing he was missing was a Nick Wu. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like it, it. Absolutely is. It. It's definitely a climax. Having just watched a Arnold film. Being like, or a Michael Bay, a Michael Bay film, mm. and being like, well, how do we breach this place? Uh, obviously, we repel down the side <laughs> with some machine guns. Arnold, Arnold would come in like that. Yes. Michael Bay would have done, they would have had like fucking fiber optic snake cameras going mm. into the window. Yeah, but eventually. They'd have read the thermal. But eventually they go through the windows and it's a full team. Yes, but, but as this someone dude, this dude just swung the into the window and got throat chopped. Yes, he <laughs> and did. dropped to the floor for his troubles. Immediately. God, just. this is how we would breach and clear a room. Yes, it would. Woo! Uh, he is bad. <laughs> once again, <laughs> once again, as we've as we talked about earlier, I I remember this fight being uh, a lot more technical and a lot longer. I, I I remember being I just remember being more badass overall. And like, listen, I don't know if you want to do blow by blows. The most badass part is when he finally get when he gets the pet. Yeah, he gets the pin. No, see, I thought it was kind of badass where they didn't even bother walking with their hands up. Yeah. Because it wasn't going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Like, they know how fast they are. Like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. And they're just, like, throwing shit, and they're, like, checking each other, and then the dude is just like, all right, well, I'll pull a fucking push dagger instead of a Mm. giant Rambo knife. Yeah. And then Bourne's like, all right, I have to find something I can put inside this man. Well, because he's a fucking spy. Like, of course, you're going to have a tiny... Well, of course, he did rappel down a building (laughs) with a submachine gun. So maybe he could have had a giant Rambo knife. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff in it I like that I hadn't seen in movies before, like when they fall to the ground and Bourne's trying to get positioned Mm -hmm. to, like, put him into, like... Like a guillotine, like they're kind of running north south on each other, and then mm-hmm. Bourne throws the the knee into the guy's head yeah. as he's like reaching over him, and then like he kicks up and his forearms and elbows and not just fists, yeah, and then he finds a pen and murks him. When he gets the pen and you're and he just is supremely confident that he has a weapon now, <laughs> that's a great moment. I Amazing. like the panic of when he's just reaching for anything on the desk behind his back. 
God. Yeah, I would like if the camera pulled back a little bit more and just out of reach is like a letter opener. <laughs> yeah. And like a brass knuckle. Yeah. A paperweight. A gun knife. A gun knife. A gun boot. <laughs> a gun boot. And then oh. he just grabs, he touches all of them and then just grabs the pen. It's it's a great moment. <laughs> Him pulling that out of his hand is brutal. But there's a moment when he's like doing counters and stabbing uh, with the pen where yeah. the, it does. it's not, most of this fight is cutty. It's not as shaky cam as I remembered. Yeah, but it's I very cutty. Yeah. But it is very cutty. But there's a moment at the end when he's countering and stabbing. I love that he's just where doing the little stabs stays, where he can. With yeah, each, it stays each one block shot and it stab. moves yeah. very gracefully. It's very cool. Well, I mean, here's the, here's the, here's where here's where the Paul Greengrass sequels uh, fucked up. Is he's like. Well, I want them to feel as part of the, the they're part of the action. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put the camera in someone's fucking armpit. Yeah. But the, with movies like this, is this he's not like an everyman. No. Where being a part of the action actually helps the story. I know it I'm not this mindset. dude, and yeah. will never be. This if man. anything, I want to see how good he is. If mm-hmm. anything, the movie yeah. should become very clinical because we're no longer this amnesia-addled person who's a stranger in his own life. Yeah. The camera pulls back, and he's. The best in the world. Yeah. And I think this does a much better job of it. I don't think it's super cutty just because the action flows pretty good. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but again, they just they don't put it in someone's goddamn armpit. Like in the second one, there's a part where he rolls up a magazine like a club. Yeah. That entire fight scene alternates between like Matt Damon's ear and the <laughs> guy the other guy's fucking ankle. Weird. And then this movie, like, I can follow it. Like I understand it's like Oh, this is what it looks like when you're actually a killing machine, mm-hmm. and not some dude desperately fighting for his life. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Like, if anything, were I a director, mm-hmm. and then do this do this fight scene, Jackie Chan, and put it in three acts. The first act is in his armpit, and it's yeah. very frenzied. And then, as everything starts coming back to him, as all the muscle memory starts to realign, I'd pull back and go more and more clinical. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I think the other movies lost that. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, I definitely uh, agree. They it, lost it. <laughs> oh, definitely they lost it in the future ones. Uh, I just remember this fight being longer, a little bit more intense than when I when I saw it. But it still has those like beautiful moments. But we've also been two raid movies, five Tony Jaw flicks. <laughs> I like, mean, that's the problem. Is like you, you now. Thankfully, John Wick. the good trend is you get people that are good at that stuff, and then you hang back so you can see the full picture yeah um which is great but i mean this is still it's like you said the thing that's great about this movie action wise especially in the hand-to-hand is there's stuff that you you hadn't seen before yeah you'd never seen new to 2002 yes 100 percent. easily like and that's man that's what makes a great movie in general. That stabbing the pin straight down the knuckles, though. Fuck that How painful shit. And the dude he pulls it out. And the dude counters it by just casually pointing it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, we need to talk about uh, Castell's graceful exit. <laughs> Why? He, he runs out like a Muppet. Yeah, he, he runs out at a full sprint, hits the railing, and goes ass over apple cart. <laughs> but here's the thing is I don't hate it. Because when I want to bail from situations where I'm uncomfortable... Yeah. That's that's how it goes in my head. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just sprint through the nearest opening, and if it happens to be the six-story walk-up, I just become a I cartoon railing, character, and that's just it. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I think he could have he could have escaped somehow and lived. Yeah, I kind of felt that and, too. Yeah, but. Here's the difference: is if he if he like grabs the railing or if he grabs his rappelling rope 
and then it breaks or his hand burns and he misjudges it and he falls. That's one thing. It didn't look like he made any attempt to save himself. And I don't know if that's a commentary on the Treadstone programming. <laughs> I think it is. I, I mean, the, the only I mean, the only thing that's weird about it is, like, we as the audience know that Bourne wasn't going to murk this guy, mm-hmm. probably. His, like, he's, he yeah. would have just gotten information from him. and Also, his death made a lot of trouble for Bourne. Like, now, like, police are looking for him because he fell out of his apartment window. Um, yeah. Well, then, also, it even more so, Treadstone is certain that he's back intentionally Deadly. back and working against mm-hmm. them once he once this guy dies so yeah it, it complicates things a lot which i is a good reason for this guy to kill himself in terms of plot in terms of keeping born <laughs> unintentionally swept up in things <laughs> and escalating it i mean if we're gonna check in with somebody we're gonna check in with clive owen yeah obviously obviously clearly we i think it's before this but when uh we check in with the, the CIA guy, and Chris Cooper's doing like a musical snap. Come on, we got a break here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Walton yeah. Goggins becomes, I guess, the official Marie expert. He has like two lines, and they're both like explaining Marie's past. Yeah, here's where she lives. <laughs> here's where she lived. Oh, and this also when they're back at the CIA, brings up. I want to bring up a, a general drinking rule. For action movies, go. Yes. Anytime someone says enhance when looking at an yes. image at a computer, yep. finish your drink. Yes, please. That's, That's a finish a, your drinker. That is fake and whatever. It's fine. Enhance. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's movie magic. <laughs> I don't know. My personal favorite is now is we assume that the technology is so good that instead of enhancing like a grainy black and white CCTV camera, yeah, it's. He's not giving us anything. It's like, wait. What's that reflection? What's that reflection on his eyeball? <laughs> oh, God. What did I just see that in? Flash. Flash. Fuck. That, Ma- that Mark is... Hamill's baby blues. <sighs> okay. So... Good. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that or up. Or also, no, give I'll me a 3D layout of the scene. Well, he's shooting on, on a, this He's TV. clearly shooting on a 4K. <laughs> so we can zoom into his fucking pupils. God damn it. <laughs> Enhance. Also, later that episode, they I did the prefer- magical polarization universe. I mean, technically speaking, it's quantum entanglement, but it doesn't work like they want it to work. Yeah, I don't know what that meant. That, that was crazy. That was actually magic. one of the craziest episodes of that entire show. And not in show. a great way. No. And not in a great way, like psychic gorillas is. No. Or was- shark person. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Shark dick. <laughs> That's fine, guys. Don't worry about That's it. Okay. Still, don't worry, Henry. Like so, uh, we get to the car chase. Yes. Good job on making the Mini Cooper cool. First move to do that, not starring Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, God. The techno soundtrack is super early aughts. Yeah, it is. But it bow, works because it doesn't drive it into your face. Yeah, like, I never it had a problem scene, with it. It's, it's a, a product good of the undertone. time. It doesn't mm-hmm. super date it. The only time I really notice the soundtrack is when they're about to go down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got a bump coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not bad. I mean, it just... It all works. Um, just real, real, real fun fact: the car chase was almost entirely second unit. Okay. And, and in terms of actual parish geography, is terrible. I oh, fair enough. All the streets they come out on and go down are not anywhere near each other. Standard. Well, here's, here's a great character moment. I like that they showed him like looking for at least for thirty seconds at the Paris map, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. enough for like you to believe. Okay, he's got a photographic memory, and he pulled the same trick he did in the the uh, embassy. Mm-hmm. Where he looked at a map and just got his bearings before 
You know, he's just yeah. preparing. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been like, well, how he's so good in Paris without. Okay, so he remembers about. knots and Paris. Yes, <laughs> both of those things, um, which has helped him a lot. Well, I don't know how much the you knots got the helped. Cooper down the stairs. You got the old trick where he he's zooming next to a motorcycle and then he stops and the motorcycle guy's like where'd he go and then he while he's looking he runs into a car yeah the mm-hmm. most careful <laughs> motorcycle cop ever in a movie and he gets undone yep by the old destroyed. by the old top gun i'll just hit the air brakes and then go flying past <laughs> they mavericked him i guess he, he, was, him hard. he was the best motorcycle cop because he was the last one standing yeah and he was very yeah. careful like yeah, he, he take, was. He'd take corners slowly mm-hmm. and like weave in between traffic. That's <laughs> all you got to do is just survive. Uh, fuck you, That's born. You, you got me. The, oh. You got me, born. You got me. Ah, oh, just home. Ah, just home, born. Uh, but then Matt Damon, he would do the driving stunts. They they built. They just moved the steering wheel to the other side, and the stunt driver would drive the car next to him. Oh shit! And then he would just mimic the movements. Okay. So he could keep him yeah. on camera. That's awesome. Um, so this is, in my opinion, it's an excellent car chase. It's a very good car chase. I can't articulate what makes a good car chase. Like, I can do that for hand-to-hand in a shootout, yeah. but not a car chase. Can you guys, can you guys, like... I don't know. It, I don't know if you're, you know, our, as editors or post or... Like, just definitely made, made European car chases cooler. But I don't know, it's one of those things where you compare it to the worst car chase we've seen recently, which is Spectre. The yeah. Spectre car chase is god-awful. Hmm. What makes that bad? It's it, it. There's no tension. It doesn't really make. I don't know. That maybe that's not a good example to compare. I guess long that, that, that long takes or cuts, reasons. long clips hurt you, you car wanna, chases. You I guess it, I think so too. You want it I think unless you're doing like a nice like drift around a corner or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it, it's it's proper cutting. Like like well, first of all, I think what always helps. Well, it, in any movie, but definitely in car chases, is clear stakes and clear geography, obviously. And then just, like, when you're cutting back and forth between these characters, you're not just, like, I don't know. It's not just them grunting and being like, Ugh! like, like yeah. they, they know things are happening or they're panicking or, like, I don't know. Like, it's got to give you something new, I guess. I don't know. It, like, it, like, it just needs to all vibe correctly nothing is nothing i'm saying is helpful or technical <laughs> it's literally just movie it's just movie advice period make it I, good? I don't know but like that specter thing <laughs> like the specter car chase if you guys have seen it it's very boring and very flat because we don't really know why it's happening there's like there's there's no tension in the scene because clearly that guy's never going to catch him uh we also and don't then, know why like, he's running and we don't know why he's running because it's just one guy and then, like, the cutting is... It's also... They use it as a vehicle for, like, exposition, which I think is very weird. Uh, can be done correctly. I've seen it done well. But, like, you just need it to be... I think this is a moment... Car chases, I think, it in from an editing perspective, help when they're cutty. And, like, a lot of back and forth, inside, outside, mm-hmm. weird angles. I don't know. No. I don't think we just... But, like... I don't think we just... No, I, I agree with the cutty. Um... <laughs> I'm thinking it's got to give you something new because honestly, like, this was probably great because it gave you the stare thing, which you probably haven't seen before. Not like again, not since the original Italian job. And it it, it made it smooth, um, but like, well, yeah, that's the other thing. You now, be- now if I was in a movie and you, they did the stare thing, you're just like, meh. Well, I think it also is a lot of you treat 
the layout of a of a car chase just like you treat a hand-to-hand action sequence or anything like that and i think people don't often treat them that way yeah necessarily like it, it doesn't always lead up to a thing like a lot of car chases will just lead to the next plot point like it literally we're just it's a way to get your character from point a to b when really it should be somewhat important to what's going on or at least <laughs> i don't know i don't know it that's a tough one to talk about we need to we need to yeah. like stakes are constantly raised though like like um well yeah you're like how's he gonna get out they set up a blockade or uh reinforcements are coming mm-hmm. up on avenue or rue well you're exactly B. yeah <laughs> it, it's just like anything like you're it it's it's general filmmaking <laughs> but then also especially action filmmaking you need to constantly raise the stakes of the sequence yeah you just can't shoot vroom vroom yeah so they have to hide in plain sight yes and he which, dyes her hair and gives yes. her a haircut which, which is, is very sexy which the is sexiest dye job is the most sensual thing you can do is wash a woman's hair <laughs> yes it is 100 percent. question what does born do to his hair Nothing to change he's a man. <laughs> he literally doesn't change anything about himself. They, no. he, he cuts off all her hair and dyes her, and then he does nothing. <laughs> Jason. Babe, you gotta change. Jason, what are you doing? I just prefer redheads. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Motherfucker! Thank God I remember how to fuck. <laughs> that's the only. That's that's my only thing. Thank God he knew. Remembers how his dicks works. It, but but it does, does he? But it does work. I look at it like he just had a second virginity. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it turns out he's a natural. Yeah, the, the born virginity. The born virginity. But it works. That would be that would be a college movie. Where they had a singing montage whenever they're listening to the radio. Okay, so... Trying to decide which what he likes. <laughs> okay, so for all my single homies... Yeah. Here's what you have to do so, to land a European chick. Uh, bag of money. Mm-hmm. Zero interest in music. Suit, like, none. Disassemble a man at the molecular level. Yes. <clears throat> Pants the police department of a major metropolitan city. Mm-hmm. It's getting tougher. Then expertly wash and cut her hair. And she will not be able to contain herself. I could maybe do that one. You know, that's... Yeah. I have I no mean, interest that, in music. That's literally the only way to I get can, a European I could not girl. listen to music. Yeah. You know, I, I could not listen. I, I could give a killer back massage, but that's not on the list. No. Nope. Yeah. You have nope. to wash your hair. No. If you could somehow apply that to scalp massage, you know I, think, I think I'll you just pretend transition. her head's a back. You can yeah. transition from one to the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her head's a back. Mm-hmm. Ah, you got a muscular <laughs> head. <laughs> what's the name of the? You carry a lot of stress in your cranium. <laughs> what's the name of that? What's the name of that pseudoscience where you, you like do you the feel bumps on the heads? Oh god. Oh fuck! What is that called? And it tells you uh, like. Hold on, I'm googling. It tells you how smart they are. Head bump it. I just see Nick transitioning from like shoulders and neck mm-hmm. to to head, and he's like, "Hmm." Phrenology. You, phrenology. You yes. should you should know. Not only am I an amateur barber, <laughs> I'm a phrenologist, but I but I'm something of a phrenology hobbyist, and you have the cranial ridge of a sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel my own. What's that? And then I do too. <laughs> no, you, you just go prove it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Let's prove old-timey Dr. Phrenology right. <laughs> now prove it. 
that works. <laughs> but you also have the occipital ridge of a sociopath. <laughs> this says you're a real wildcat in the sack. This sounds like a, this says you're a stone cold bitch, and I love it. And this pixie cut I gave you makes it look like you're in the Marine Corps. <laughs> Excellent. Now stomp on my nuts and wax my butthole. <laughs> Shut. That's how he's. That's how he's undercover. Shut. That's how he's undercover. He's completely hairless. He didn't change any of his facial features. He's just completely hairless. Like, it can possibly be this man. He has no that's, chest. That's hair. Treadstone for you. Always keeping the hairless man. This man has to be eleven years old. <laughs> clearly, fucking clearly. But the 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 love making scene does come a little out of nowhere. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Unless Boyle from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Here's the thing: the only thing it she kind of initiated. The only reason, the only reason it works is just because you just knew that that was. This is the part of the movie where they fuck. Yeah, that's the only reason why. This is where we could fit it in. But like emotionally, like character wise, it doesn't really make. Like she watched, she watched him stab a man up. Like Borden clearly isn't interested in fucking. No. In this movie, except in this one moment, and at the very end where they decide to vacate together, well, I guess. Well, he didn't know what fucking was, because he's a two-week-year-old. Yeah, he didn't know what his, he didn't remember what his dick was for. Yeah, what if he's super confused, he him, just and thought, then he started to panic about what's what happening if he's in just his like, pants? Oh, 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 he just thought his dick oh, was a weapon, no. that we cut those scenes out, where he yeah. was confused. Where he fights someone with his penis. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the Russian mafia, they will come at you dicks out. That's real. That's that's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, if we've learned anything from Eastern Promises, a very thoughtful documentary. <laughs> the very thoughtful documentary, Eastern Promises, starring Joe Morgenstein. They don't care. They will come Did at you, you dicks out. <laughs> 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 Fucking a man. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I should revisit it. You know, for the dicks. <laughs> for for Aragorn's dick. For for the longest time, I thought that scene was in History of Violence. And so when I watched that, no, I was like, what "No, they did." No, that casual rape scene. Yeah, that's when he, oh, that's stairs, when he yeah. butt fucks Maria Bello on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. The other Vico Mortenstein dicks out, movie. but it's kind of rapey. But, but it's, it's kind not. of sexy. But, but she also, also wears not. her old cheerleading outfit. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. No one cares. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> two good recommendos there. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I'm recommending them, Bob. Uh, actually, I really like uh, Eastern Promises. Dick's That's out good movie. Um, so then when Marie has to go to the hotel mm-hmm. to get John Michael Caine's trail, I really like it. It's a great cause, moment. Because it spells out how Bourne's mind works automatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That he has to make it, he has to plan to a T. In his head, he's, he's constantly counting steps mm-hmm. and assessing people, you know, doing ocular pat-downs. Yeah. And then it's just his. That's just his day to day. Yeah. And then she has to sit there and is like one, two, three, fifteen people in the lobby, sixteen, seven. And she wait, clearly how many I, steps. The one, way the way that it, she plays. Ask. Well, the way she plays that scene too is you can tell that she is like feeling weird mm-hmm. doing it, and she looks weird. Like, clearly that she's, like, counting people, and then it, it's just great, where she's just like, yeah, I just asked, because I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> to be fair... <laughs> That's it. That's to, all I had to do. To be fair, like, any number of objects over five, I'm out. <laughs> oh, there's zero... I, whenever, whenever, like, literally, I don't know why, but 
like that moment where any anytime in a movie where someone's like, there are five of these people, six of these, there's blah blah blah, like anything number memorization wise, counting wise, I'm always like, yeah, that guy's that guy's smart. <laughs> that guy's killing it. Yeah, in my head, it's like whenever anyone has to like swim, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hold my breath to see if I also would have made it. Yes. Spoiler alert, I would not make it. Spoiler alert, I saw Mission Impossible 5 with Matt and he passed out in the theater. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Kyle slapped me awake and I went right back into it. (laughs) If Simon Pegg can make Mission Impossible Impossible Mission Force, I can make Impossible Mission Force. Uh, But also, anytime someone counts someone, I'm like, well, I'm out. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, you can shoot at me. You can beat the fuck out of me in the gym. Oh, no, I have to do simple math? No. I guess the life of a spy isn't full unless of math. I, unless I am, like, I could do reconnaissance from afar through a scope talking into a mic. But, do like, if, you, have... if I'm the man walking in and you expect me to remember every detail, fuck off. Question, do I have chance. a notebook so I could write everything Here's in? the thing. Is it weird if I write it down? Okay, Matt. Should I leave a paper trail? Okay, Matt. What's the op space look like? The carpet is either red or... Or blue, or green, or brown, <laughs> may or have, tile. May have been it a is, plaid. It is not, not white. sure. The not windows sure. are there. <laughs> a man. Windows? You bet there are. <laughs> a man in clothes looked at me. <laughs> I think he wore a suit. I'm not sure. He didn't seem imposing. All right. All right let's get back on track. Let's go. Me. So they it's, go to the countryside. <laughs> yes. I until this watch, yeah. Until this watch through, mm-hmm. I thought Eamon was the half brother and not a former lover. Yeah, yeah. The entire the, the scenes can play either way. Yeah, I assumed that was the half brother they were talking about. I thought so too. I um, didn't get that. I I think, but just he, mainly because I was like, oh, good. He Walton definitely Goggins is he talking definitely again. plays it as former lover. I think. yeah. It feels like, uh, I don't know though. No, maybe it is. Maybe it is brother because that just, that just like it has to be half brother, right? All it says is that she lived there. Goggin says she lived there half a year. Maybe it has to be a half brother, right? I don't know because she's married. I don't know. You know how these Europeans do it. She's the mistress. He stashes her away at some estate in the country. <laughs> His family's had for generations. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter, I guess. But I guess what we're is, trying to say here at Climax is don't date a European. Okay, here I think it's former lover because when she's talking about the ranch, how do you know he still lives here? It's Eamon been always in, had it, money. It's been in his family for years. Yeah. They always had money. If she was... He'd never sell it, yeah. It would never be his main home, ever. But for and some reason, I guess the thing is, is they just kept mentioning his half-brother, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. So that's yeah. why I just kind of assumed... Um, yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what's whatever. French for stakeout? But the point is, is so that she's they hanging get out there, with Eamon, mm-hmm. and he's a- like, "What's he do for a living?" Mm-hmm. What's she gonna say? He jitzes dicks off for a living. <laughs> he literally, he literally punched a man's dick off once. He literally, he literally savaged a man with a ballpoint pen to such a degree the man took his own life. <laughs> yeah, he, he could see no other out but to kill himself. Meanwhile, Bourne's outside training the kid on the rings on the swing set. <laughs> Oh, I love that shot where he's like outside 
You're all twisted up. Like pretending <laughs> pretending to be a human. And he's like clearly scanning the horizon yes. for like silhouettes yeah. and like that. sniper blinds and shit. It's it's kind well, of one like, hand's like pushing the girl on the swing, but then after a while she's like not there and he's moving his hand anyways. <laughs> Just like, yeah, good good kids. Good little agents. They're outside, but, and he's teaching rear naked chokes. Yeah. And then they just go to sleep. And then they're just asleep. And they hey, just the kids are ready for bed. Kids are ready for bed. <laughs> I know it's three. It. They're asleep. They're asleep. They they decided to nap outside. It's not a big deal. <laughs> anyway. The little one might be concussed. Yeah. He got his bell rung during collie training. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to learn collie. <laughs> I can't wait You're for collie, Kyle. <laughs> Ooh, Collie Nice. Collie McVeigh. Feeling it. I'm feeling it. Uh, this... this great character moment. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Where he's watching the kids sleep. Because mm-hmm. he feels super guilty <laughs> Just... about being alive. Yes. Yeah. Or being there. And, and I think genuinely putting... This he is, knows uh... he's putting these people in danger. Yeah. That wasn't the deal. Yeah. They're supposed to lie low. Yeah. That's why he jits the door. Yeah. Yeah. How does he explain that? I, Everything I don't else know. is pretty explainable. It's like... Why'd you kick the door open? He's like, I tripped. He's like, um, we wanted sorry, to get in. We we didn't think you would be here. You're just gonna break in my place. You were just gonna leave this broken door. No, we're gonna fix it. I mean, fuck. I bet the relationship alone. was super weird. Yeah, I, I bet, bet it they was cheated weird. on each other constantly. Oh, and they didn't care in a weird way. As it was like as open, is the French style. It was like open cheating. But no, they were also no, I bet. jealous yeah, of their it was, lovers. It was part of a, a giant open three to five person relationship. It was oh, a compound. Those weird no no no, those weird friend circles. Yeah. Where it's super incestuous. Everyone just fucked they, everyone. They, yeah. Yeah. You know, like friends. <laughs> you know, like how we would be if we had like girls. How I met your mother. Exactly. <laughs> if any of us knew any girls, if any of us brought <laughs> girls around that weren't already girlfriends, Ugh. or wives. <laughs> well, uh, that is a baller house, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's true. I could see why she wanted Jason to break into it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the point is this. We're leading yeah, up. We need the, more girls. We're oh, we, okay. <laughs> Sorry, there's that. Sorry. One point one point two is that it leads up to the best sequence, in my opinion, of this entire movie. Can I open with? It's pretty fucked up that Clive Owen killed a dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. They go into panic mode because they're like the dog's missing immediately. Born's like fuck. Yeah, gotta, that's a. You'll that's never find a bigger Clive Owen fan than old Matt Loman. Yeah. Old. <laughs> And but even I'm like, he needs he to go. Yeah. They should have They should have just had the dog pop up in like the back of the Jeep with like a bandage around his forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like it nice. was just kind of tied up. Like Clive Owen clubbed it over the head, like <laughs> snuck up behind him, and he's just got this yeah. white bandage. But in terms of like, in terms of scripting and things like that's a great moment. This is an that amazing it scene. Is, it is, it is, like the, the tip off to Bourne is, of course he would get that, and of course that guy would do that. He's following protocol. And then... Fuck, as soon as he tells him to go to the basement and he goes out with that guy, it, the way he finds the shotgun was just once again. And they established that <laughs> in the truck stop that he's constantly, he knew, yeah. he probably knew that that was yeah. the most likely place well, from the get go. We well, all have what, that, everyone has that reach? fucking drawer. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. full of like duct tape, yeah, yeah, yeah. loose batteries. I mean, one hundred percent. I read the scene as I need a pen, and he opens the <laughs> desk and he finds shotgun shells. He's like, even better. <laughs> oh fuck! There's a gun here. I'm super into this. Score. I thought I was gonna have to kill a sniper with a pen again. 
but what a what a fucking awesome sequence and it plays out so i don't i don't know i i say re i want to say realistically but i mean like i have no idea how that works i don't know but it it feels it feels very systematic it's like everything that born does it's the embassy he's doing it he goes about it in the most pragmatic way i have to close the distance yes and he doesn't yeah. win. Listen. Distraction. Maybe it's because win. I don't have CIA training. Yeah. If I'm pinned down by a sniper, I'm like, well, I guess I just live on my belly now. Yeah. That, I mean, that's me. <laughs> I just 100%. crawl around and hope he doesn't get bored and come down here. If I make enough scarecrows, he might run out of bullets. Yeah. I, have, then, I, I made five scarecrows. <laughs> and then he's like, hunting rifle, propane tank. He doesn't even walk hunched over. No, nope. I, no, he's he not going to shoot me. Well, that that's like that scene in Generation Kill where it's like just serpentine, just go, <laughs> just fucking move. Doesn't matter if someone's going to shoot. If someone's good enough to shoot you, they're going to get you. <laughs> yeah. So just fucking move. What the fuck was that, reporter? <laughs> you know, from the in-laws. Serpentine, serpentine. Okay, uh, the next time someone shoots at you, run in a straight line. <laughs> no, I like even if I made the connections, like oh, I'll shoot the propane tank. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, he's. What if he's behind me? Yeah. Like, what if he's not facing the right way? Mm-hmm. And then I shoot the propane tank, and then I'm army crawling, and he tags oh. me in the middle of the driveway. I'm definitely not running around like the way he is, but straight like, back. I was gonna say this. This scene is resolved fairly quickly. Yeah. For, for like a standoff sniper battle in a field. But it's so fucking he gets tagged good. on the first shotgun shot, right? Well, no, the I field. Mean, so he runs into the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Born fires the gun yeah. to see where the birds don't settle. Yeah. And then this dude finally, and the whole thing is just nerves. Yeah. And this guy's nerves get the best of him. Mm-hmm. He stands up, gets clipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Born, you know. And they have two completely different conversations. Yeah, they this do. This dude's like, but it's beautiful. But this dude, yeah, Clive Owen's like, I'm going to die with someone who knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, f- my last moments alive is with someone that actually understands I'll get a human moment yeah and then Bourne's like the fuck is going on yeah (laughs) do you get the headaches sure (laughs) sure yeah Yeah. I do also terrible headaches don't tell anyone about my bonus don't tell anyone about my bonus (laughs) but it's like he really really sells the headache line he does look at what you give yeah you give everything for this for Treadstone and then that's maybe the best death like that it's very good. Like, let's look at Dark Knight Rises. Well, yeah, it, it's str- when she dies. Let's, she's, let's, let's not. And he just, let's not look at that. Instead of instead of instead of throwing her soul out of her own body yeah. to her face, he just fades away. It's it's uh, well that it's exactly what we were saying. This is his first big movie, and he has literally two lines, and mm-hmm. he dies. And it makes a huge impact. Yeah, that's how good of an actor Everyone Clive Owen him, yeah. is. That he they sh- remember him in this fucking movie, and he's in it for six minutes. One scene, maybe. he just scares the shit out of Nikki just by showing up. Yeah, yeah, he Batman's behind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think they did with the body? Like, it just left him there, right? Yeah. So yeah, the family comes back after freaking out. Yeah, but he like ran across a field. Also, he blew up their propane tanks. So they're probably not being able to go. Yeah, there. yeah. The police will find him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna find. There him. There was a fireball. Yeah, <laughs> they'll just be like, "Oh, it's a leftover like, from oh, World War II. There was a murderer here, and he killed a man in a field. <laughs> that's what that's what they say. My ex girlfriend was here with a murderer, <laughs> and another murderer came to my house, and he killed that murderer. But he avenged my dog. 
which I appreciate. So go easy on him. So maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't dime him out to the police. Yeah. Also, this man who can do whatever he wants. I'm not diming him maybe out. Maybe I don't dime him out. Yeah. Especially not to the stupid French police sirens. No one's afraid of that. No, those are bad. Uh, God damn Bag it, bag it. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> it is dumb, but it is right. Sarah Jaca. Sarah Jaca. Dame Oh, that's the ambulance. <laughs> ah, the ambulance is here. It's a good thing I'd never leave the greatest country on earth, because I'm pretty sure we just got banned from here. Oh no, here comes the fire trucks. Bing bong, bing, bing bong, bing. If I ever want to hear a rant, I'll just ask my dad about his trip to Paris. <laughs> what was your dad doing in Paris? It's like their honeymoon or something. It was long ago. And he hated it. <laughs> and, he, and he still has rants. Good. God bless him. Mostly talking about their bathrooms. What a proper Midwestern man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so he ditches Marie with Eamon. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. And he, he goes to take the fight to Treadstone. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a movie where it's like, they've got like, I, I think the scene wouldn't work now. Because in this hyper-tech porn sort of world, they would have had a satellite tracking everyone on that bridge. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is still, like, Cold War. <laughs> like, this is basically all mm-hmm. Cold War spycraft shit. Yeah. You know, everything he does is basically Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Which, once again, is what I, I was but talking I think that about helps this is... Yes. It, but also, it was... It dates this film in a really hard way. <laughs> yeah, like, you're talking more about the so, aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetic of it... Yeah, like I kept having to recheck the year that it was made, mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh, it's 2002," because it feels a little. Older. It feels a little older than that. Well, it's which weird. is fine. It it doesn't hurt it by any means. Yeah. Well, I mean, like late 90s, early aughts. Yeah. I think once we finally get maybe another five years away from it, mm-hmm. there's going to be so many fucking tells like there are when you're like you're watching something super 80s. Yeah. Like like 96 through 2002, I think I think history is going to remember us harshly for. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like fashion and music and hairstyles and stuff. Certainly by yearbook photos. Yeah, certainly by yearbook photos. A lot of ball chain necklaces on all map. Oh, man. Um, but the, the thing that this movie actually reminds me of and it dates it, but I guess for me in a great way, in yeah. a way I love, mm-hmm. is in terms of aesthetic and pacing and framing and even the, the color correction, this reminds me of like late 80s, mid 90s, like John Frankenheimer, like sure. Ronan. Okay. Yeah. You know, Ronan's, yeah. Ronan's super low tech. Timeless Even though, even though there's a though. lot of technology yeah. stuff. But it's like, it's not dated. No. There's like There's like no parts where like, you know when you... Living out here in L.A., we have a lot of opportunities to see old movies in theaters that we d- wouldn't get to, like, where we grew up. Like, I was amazing. able to see The Godfather. I was able to see Aliens. I was able to see Indiana Jones in a theater. Living yeah, out I saw here Bridge LA. Over River Quiet yeah. on that massive screen. But sometimes you'll go see a movie 
out here with a group of people and they'll do something that dates it where it's like i gotta get to a payphone yeah or like an old-timey cell phone mm-hmm. and then the audience like giggles knowingly ah someone yeah. just paged me yeah or like yeah a beeper and they're like oh my god a beeper how Jesus stupid right they didn't know a fucking cell phone was coming you assholes yeah and yeah like, this movie never has those moments mm-hmm. but just the way it's shot i'm like I, I think I think if you like got a bunch of movies like this, yeah, and I didn't do the research that we usually do for these, I could probably tell ballpark what era it was made because mm-hmm. it has a lot yeah. of like the late the mid '90s slick action stuff mm-hmm. in this movie, but kind of a little bit close, like a '70s style spy thriller, I guess. Yeah. You know, and it just um, for a guy who was supposed to be this indie auteur, this young exciting filmmaker, yeah, what does Doug Lyman do? When he makes this movie and the way he makes it look, because he makes it look like either a Frankenheimer 90s movie or like a late era 70s spy movie. Which I think is what helped set it apart. It makes it from timeless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it, it's classic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you want to date a movie, put a song in it that came out the year you were shooting it. <laughs> yeah. But for somehow, if you wait five years, it works so much better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think if I'm going to make a movie, I would skip. Uh, beeper era entirely because like the era of cell phones it could go it's like spanning like 15 years to well, you I know mean, it could be so long but either go pay phone cell phone i think the only way <laughs> i don't know the problem is it's whatever you can't anticipate technology it doesn't yeah. matter well i think you and that's could, gonna get worse and worse for movies as we go on. i think you could make a beeper movie but not if you made a movie Make it work where, for you. Well, if you made a movie where so much of the plot and the development depends on the beeper, yeah, and you made it in '88, you're completely fucked. But, but if you were like, I'm going to make a movie set it as a timepiece, yes, and I'm going to make a movie yeah. about the cocaine trade mm-hmm. in Miami oh, in yeah. the '70s yep. and '80s, then you're fine. I was just thinking that I was like, if it's a period, a period piece, yeah, and you set it in the '80s and you do that like that, like nice no guys. one would say a fucking thing about it. Yes, nice, nice guys. guys. Fucking wedding so singer, <laughs> yeah, like that. That so shit. Good. That shit works. But it's like if you're like, okay, if you're making a movie in 2009 and you're like, we got three songs mm-hmm. by Imagine Dragons. No, no one's gonna watch your movie. No, ever again. Yeah, except at like a midnight showing where everyone laughs at it. Yeah, that's. A but bummer. if you make if you wait if you wait five years and it turns out Imagine Dragons doesn't suck, they did. Uh, they do. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> You know, it's like you got to have that. You got to have that separation. What was that Cage movie where he's a wizard, a sorcerer's apprentice? Yes. Tell me what you want from me. <laughs> you know what? I enjoyed Please. that movie. I did too. But I would especially very, when he made the Tesla coils but, play that song. But I would very much enjoy watching that in a theater full of people at one in the morning. <laughs> that that yeah. should have been a heavy midnight. You've heard of One Republic. <laughs> They do that in uh, actually a good movie oh, no. in uh, Pitch Perfect. <laughs> when she's sitting there and she's talking to uh, uh, fun size Dane Cook. Yes. Mm. And Anna Kendrick's like, you've, hate, you've heard of David Guetta? Yeah. He's heard of the most successful DJ ever. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. 
Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So the CIA guys on the bridge. Love you, Anna. Just as uncool as Bourne was around cops. Just like, <laughs> oh, super. Oh, I, that's he all makes I eye contact with every one of his and agents. Every single one of them touches their ear. But every just single like one is the like, one guy's casually leaning against an SUV in 30 degree weather reading a newspaper. The every fuck does that? single one of those guys look like goddamn cops. <laughs> Every fucking one. What's funny is the the week I watched I watched this for the first time to do my notes. Yeah, I also revisit. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Out of Sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Steve Soderbergh movie. It's the best J Lo's ever been. Is the first movie where George Clooney was like, oh, maybe this guy can be a movie star. But there's a part where they're the, they're casing like a place mm-hmm. to see if they can go in, and there's thirty agents. Wearing aviator sunglasses and like yeah. street clothes with quotation marks, yeah, yeah. but you can see the wires up to their yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all wearing the exact same pair of sunglasses, <laughs> and like they're playing dominoes, but with like checkers, and like no one's looking <laughs> at the board. That is what the scene reminds me of. That's amazing. <laughs> On a bridge, Fuck, that no I haven't one seen that movie over. in a long time. So I got to read good. that. That alone warrants a revisit. I mean, they do it on purpose to how, well, I know, how stupid the it, FBI is. But yeah. it's like, if you told me, if you're like, Matt, I'm going to tell you the truth about the fucking world. Aliens exist. And I'm like, okay. Yes. Kind of knew that. After Sorry, Out like, of yep. Sight, they kidnapped Jennifer Lopez and replaced her with a terrible robot. I'd be like, yeah, I 100% believe that. <laughs> Selena and Out of Sight are fucking dope movies. And then Garbage. And then all these stories about her being terrible. And then Made in Manhattan. Okay, well, made Manhattan. No, it's terrible. I'm not mad. Which one's McConaughey? I don't know. The one before the reconnaissance. Wedding Planner is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Wedding Planner. I saw that. Made in Manhattan. I saw that on a plane. Has an Englishman in it. Made in Manhattan is kind of racist. And then. And then Wedding Planner has McConaughey in it. Three hours long for some reason? Or at least it seems that way. A lot of turns. 13 dresses. Is that her? The 27 dresses with Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Oh. Well, I saw that on a plane, too. That's a prequel. There's less dresses. (laughs) Yeah, she only had 10 at the time. But anyway, yeah, so Chris Cooper has to walk out to this bridge, and the entire time he's making eye contact with all of his backup, and they're all, like, touching their ear or talking into their wrist. They meet eyes. Oh, the guy that talks into his fucking wrist? Are you shitting me? (laughs) Fuck that guy. He doesn't even put in the effort to act like he's sneezing. No, he just puts it up. He, He literally... Bends his wrist yeah. towards his mouth. But it's great because I don't think he ever had the intention of talking to the guy. And then there's like French Even guys. Even if he came alone. I think and they're he, like, no one's here yet. <laughs> well, that's the question. Do, do you think he had the intention? I don't think so. I thought he did. But, no, I he's love, up on them. but I love that he was dope and was just like, which, you, which is another moment that you don't see in movies in things like this, especially spy movies where he just was like, okay, Fuck we you. called it off. That's it. And then he walked away. I thought I told you to come alone. I guess that yeah, was too hard. Yeah, and he doesn't try to like do. He just walks. Well, he one hundred. He one hundred percent did not want to meet him. Yeah, he just wanted to know. Draw him out. What the face of that person yeah, what he looked, looked like, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then then to hit it with a tracking device. Yeah, yeah, which was great. Which but was it, it's it's a great. It, but it still is a great moment. No, here's the thing: is is if this movie was made today, or if it was made in more of an action orientated or just this more cynical version of like spy movies mm-hmm. is Bourne would have met him and the eyes was like oh but he's being set up and then Bourne has an ace up his sleeve that we didn't see or set up yeah that lets him escape mm-hmm. whereas this is just like all right i know what you look like 
I know how many members of your team there are. I'm yeah. gonna track and I'm you tracking back. you now. Back yeah. to your shady hotels. Good job, idiots. I mean, that's how our detective agency would have played it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how Which, we always play. They do it. a good job of making like their operation in Paris is like entirely off books. Like, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Nikki can't touch anything that the police touch. Yeah, yeah. And there's not like a fucking tactical team. Yeah. No, there's no tact team, which I really like. I like the way this world is set up. Like he it's flies very there, bare he bones. It, he can't even bring sense. a gun to Paris. He has to ask yeah. her for a field kit. Yeah. Where's your field kit? It's over there. I have the only gun in this office now. <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's and, and that's honestly very realistic. Like. In their guns are very hard to get in Europe. Yeah, like there aren't a lot of them running around. Mm-hmm. Like, like he could just... probably go to an American embassy and yeah. get whatever he wants from the Marines. Yeah, but a lot of people would know he was in Paris. Yes, he would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have the showdown at Treadstone. Yes, at or, actual Treadstone, where he sets off all the car alarms and all the window alarms. I. Don't know how he did that. Spider-Man's up. I don't know. that. That's the one... Th- that's actually one of the few things in this movie that they don't explain. Yeah. Bowling uh, ball. He just rolls it against the car. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I will showed him, like, army crawling with, like, yeah. a, a pipe. Yeah. And just hitting a car and then going to the next one, but... Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hey, or, or like, like uh, or like paying a kid to yeah, just go by and hit shit or something like that. Say like in Hot Fuzz, he just got some hoodlums. And yeah, just... but they all went off at once. Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, they never explained that. That's the weirdest part. But I will say this: overall, I like this movie. Uh, no, I did think about that. <laughs> but overall, I like this movie. I was telling Matt this uh, earlier this week, but it, I don't. I don't think this ending is unsatisfying. I don't think that it is a bad ending. It is small potatoes. I think it is, compared to what we saw, it's very small potatoes. Especially since they're setting up that third assassin the whole time. Yeah. And I, and it, and it, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's worth that surprise at the end with who the assassin's true target is. It's very oh, weird. that is the third assassin, yeah. isn't it? That they, yeah, that like is. we've seen a third assassin. Like they do this great job of being like, "Here's your assassin for the end of Act One. Here's your assassin mm-hmm. for the end of Act Two. Here's your here's clearly the man that's going to be the final fight, the mm-hmm. baddest of the bad." And then he ends up not being that because he doesn't not, show up until Bourne but gets that's away not and wins the day. Like, but that's also not necessarily like a fun reveal. I guess I don't I, know. I like the reveal like, that. The uh, was it Conklin's overseer in the CIA? Uh, what's his name? Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Br- Brian Cox, but I forget his character's name. But I don't remember his name either. I don't either. Brian Cox. But, but he's well, just he was, fed up with like. Well, him. he did what he had to yeah. do. To, it well, it just it, it establishes the good thing about it is it establishes for future movies at the very least how ruthless this organization is. Well, I think I think Kyle brings <laughs> up a good point because here's what happens: is they activate the three assassins. Yes. Okay. The first one we don't see because him coming through the window, I think, was supposed to be a cooler moment. <laughs> yeah, than it, it was. was. Yes. Okay, yes. so he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the second assassin is we follow him. Oh, shit's he, getting real. He, he yeah. wraps up Wambosi. Mm-hmm. He gets the intel from Nikki. Yes. And then he goes after Bourne. Mm-hmm. This guy, we see him get activated in a boardroom. Yeah. And then, and then he disappears. It. For most of it. Until we see him in a bed. Which in he gets activated in that hotel room, yeah. and you're like, here comes now. This maybe guy's a fucking now, weirdo. Now maybe 
maybe, if after Bourne hits the device on the bottom of his thing, and then we see that guy at, like, a cafe or something, mm-hmm. watching, watching Bourne, <laughs> or watching Conklin, like... Oh, Anything. he's backing up Conklin. To build, to build tension. Any kind of thing. Because yeah. we forget about him. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have that moment, and my favorite moment, at the at Nikki's apartment where Bourne's like, I'm out. Where will you go? And he just punches him in the face. Mm, that's a great moment. Well, that's how I handle my business. That third assassin, they could have easily had him, <clears throat> like, working for Conklin. Like, it could have been like, oh. Um, You're my muscle. Yeah, no, it's it's the ace in yeah. the hole. It's like see who's going to win this fight and then take out that. Like he's I, there to kill Bourne, but if that doesn't work out, it looks like Bourne's going to win. Yeah, it just wasn't well kill set up. I just know? I it just is it just is such a dud. It's just a <laughs> bummer for this movie to end on a conversation. Well, Do you know what I mean? Hold on, let's, like it's a tense scene, but it is with with you know. with, with Conklin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but what but about we what get... about all the other action stuff where he fires a pistol upside down? <laughs> I, I great. Yes. yes, that's very cool. I, I I mean, but still, it's not. It's. I mean, he's not going to blow up Langley. I guess my whole thing is you you see those. I know he's not because he just wants to slip away. I know yeah. that, but your 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 scenes, as in most action movies, have built in intensity with each act. Yeah. So you, you the action they, and, climax and, of this is with Clive and they a hundred percent they a hundred yes and it and that is thirty minutes before the ending forty minutes before the ending like it the the end of Act Two is the action climax of this movie and then <laughs> I I'm not saying you know it's See, a spy movie I, I, so I, I, I don't expect a like uh. You know what I mean? I don't expect like in I don't know I a, mean, a our, huge level like Act Three all action. Okay, I mean, but I well, definitely expected let's, like let's 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 back up. On he's what not we even would expect put, from spy movies. I guess my whole thing is he's not put up against anyone mm-hmm. that is his equal at the end. Yeah, I mean he doesn't fight Scott Adkins till the third one. Well, he, that's right. He wiped yeah. out all the other treads. But that, but that's my whole thing is Dudes. you 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 a hundred percent and it, it's also I think that the movie betrays you because it it plays it certainly sets up that whole idea. Of he will meet three men, and he will fight each one, and each one will be of increasing difficulty, yeah. as you would expect. Or come at him in a different way. Yeah, or come at him from a completely different way, and they never pay off on that. And and I mean, like, it's clever, but I don't know if it's good. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Is, okay, we sit there, and, and you're like, you know, it's a spy movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's our frame of like. Like yeah. five people saw Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, that movie was very boring. Yes, it was. The book was super boring. And I understand that's how spy tradecraft really is. Everything you've but, ever I've ever read about spying is that it's very boring. But that's fine. Um, I took an American intelligence class. It's yeah. very boring. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So our three frames of reference for how spy movies work are Bond, mm-hmm. Born, yeah, Mission Impossible, yeah. Okay, and even the last Mission Impossible, even Rogue Nation. Had a weirdly subdued ending. It was a weird subdued ending, you know. And but it was, but it was setting up an elaborate trap. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like I mean, it was, it was that the talk was setting up a greater hero-driven trap. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it wasn't the action that you expected, but it, it still was like this forward so, progress. Okay, so, so basically, towards a greater. Born's last actions in this movie, yeah, is. Jits is a guy, Jits is a guy, mm-hmm. uses that guy's unconscious body, body surf, yes. to body surf, to body surf, and then shoot a man. Basically, ah! 
Him <laughs> him running the numbers and doing all the physics I, I, in his first head. Of all, I don't know how I didn't skip straight to body stuff. Yeah. Because it's the biggest note I've ever written in my entire <laughs> life. It's fucking huge. It's half a page, basically. <laughs> Of just body surf written five, over and over, over again, and over again <laughs> till it bleeds over. Most most anyway, of, most of my going. notes are how I would fail this move. <laughs> no, but it's like he sits there. He, he sits there. He's like he's like I've got a railing, yeah, and a body, yeah, and a gun. Did what he had to do. And then this man is taking the stairs with a machine gun. He did what he had to do. This is what I have to do. Like running those numbers and thinking like that is what I assumed ninjas did when yeah. I was a child. <laughs> okay, but he. Like, what is Treadstone training where you're just like, okay, here's how it works. Uh, the rules of society don't apply to you. Yeah. Everything's a weapon. <laughs> if you have, though. if all you have is two cats, tie their tails together into cat They're shots. They're like, <laughs> It doesn't matter. Um, but it's like, so he does all that shit. I think, is your biggest problem, and I don't know if you've, if you've thought about it in this way, if you've articulated it sure. as such, is your biggest problem with this movie that... The final word on both Conklin and the assassin is not done by Jason Bourne. I think that's a big is, part. Of is it. that the problem? Or just, I think that's a big problem. You're not with satisfied. It. It, it's it just is that happens so outside of him, mm-hmm. and that is very like. Or if the assassin showed I, up I at the it, door. I think if you were going, I understand that this is going for a '70s spy thing. Mm-hmm. In that moment, is a hundred percent that plays into that. That is like a moment that happens as an afterthought earlier in the in the movie. Some I don't know, man. It just seems like yeah. It seems like in terms of this greater narrative, Bourne has the last word, and he doesn't. I mean, he we think he does, and then and then he got just, away, but not by his own merit. It's just weird. Like I'm not saying that I think emotionally it doesn't work. I'm not saying that character-wise it doesn't work. I think that in terms of purely as a an action moment. aesthetic, it is not the most satisfying ending that could happen and, and, but, for the but, audience. But here's the thing is, is and I understand where you're coming from. Um, I certainly understand it. Uh, is at no point does Bourne... The only, time, the only person Bourne wants to take the fight to is Conklin. Yeah. And that's so he can say, I'm out. Yeah. But... The first assassin corners him. Mm-hmm. The second assassin threatens children. Yeah, like if he can avoid this guy, I think he would. If if if, if running as fast as he could in the opposite direction would solve all of his problems, I think he would. And I understand how like thematically, yeah, no, I, in terms of what we're trained to expect from movies, yeah. it is it is very unsatisfying. Yeah. But I don't think it's like a problem with the material. Mike, what, did anyone actually watch any of the sequels for this? I usually watch like all. I of didn't them. watch. I meant to watch uh, Supremacy. I watched but them I didn't all. End up watching it. two months whenever they first appeared on uh, Netflix. Okay, was oh, months yeah. ago. The, yeah, the, the don't remember the lost <laughs> opportunity of the second one when he rolls up the magazine like a club to beat a man to death. Is that not the assassin from the end of this? Oh shit! Is it? He goes to the guy's house. The guy goes man, into his fridge. Good take. The guy goes into the fridge to get his gun, and then Bourne takens him. And he took the bullets out, and then rolls up the magazine. Is that not the guy from the end of? I this? don't know. Anytime, him anytime up I try end? to remember that movie, it just turns I mean, that's, into uh, that's dope. If it uh, is Skyfall, yeah. The only time- okay, he's living on the beach. Okay, the, then the, he goes to the bar and I drinks mean, I don't with know a scorpion. If that, I don't know if that hand. wraps up my issues. <laughs> I'm just trying like to remember it. if that guy, if that loose end is tied up. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Because this is know. actually a fairly... Up, if anything, actually, that would be the best thing the second movie. This is actually a fairly, fairly serialized movie. Franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, all I remember from the second one is Carl Urban, Aomer, is dispatched to kill Bourne. He and Marie run. He shoots Marie in the head as they're driving. Car goes off the bridge. Bourne's body doesn't come up. And then he failed magazine fight. And then he has the moment where there's like, Bourne, we know where you are. And he's like, I know where you are too. And he's, he's like, like nice hair today or something. Yeah. Your hair looks nice or some bullshit. And then she's like, I don't <laughs> think it's that guy. And it's then not he, that guy. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. What I like about these movies is that we follow the progress of Nikki rise through the CIA. <laughs> of, of, of not dying. Oh, she's like, oh, you're going after Jason Bourne? Yeah, fuck you guys. He's super ghosty. That's crazy. <laughs> you're not going to catch him. You big idiots. <laughs> you dumb bastards. Apparently, you he was my boyfriend bastard. at some point. What, really? Wait. Yeah, I think in the third one, it's like they were involved because she was his handler in Paris. Oh, oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, because they have the moment where she's sitting there and she's like in a cafe with a different haircut Shit. at the end of three. After she becomes his ally, and she's sitting there, and it's like they talk about like this killing or this guy who died, and then she's like watching it, and then it cuts to the moment where he jumps off like the parking garage or yeah. the roof into the Hudson River, mm-hmm. and he goes, "The body hasn't been recovered." And then she like smirks, and then it cuts to his bot, his corpse, and then all of a sudden the corpse moves <laughs> and starts to swim away, and I'm like. Fuck, this franchise started to suck. Like, after the first one... <laughs> That's rough. I, I need to revisit him. I, I wanted to rewatch them all, and I didn't have the time. Do you, um, let's go back to body surfing. Please. <laughs> Take me there. And how my plan would have... Okay, A, I wouldn't have been able to kick his body off. 100%, Not the right no, no. I would have no. tripped over and found myself. Or B, let's say I did manage to body surf. Let's say. My inertia would have taken me to the other side of the stairs, where I would have knocked my teeth out... <laughs> Then the body would have flipped on top of me, <laughs> pinning you to the ground, pinning, pinning all that dead weight to the ground. And uh, so that guy runs up the stairs eventually, <laughs> and she puts two into you. No, first off, okay, here's where I would have gotten fucked up: is <laughs> climbing I, the post up there. Is I have no problem. I have no problem believing I can take out a bureaucrat, even if he works for the CIA. Yeah, I think I get the drop on Cooper. Yeah. Mm. Even even through sheer force, just aggression. He's a desk jock. Okay, so I think I take out Cooper. But then when I try to fire the gun upside down, mm-hmm. it just swirls around my pinky. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> and then either shoots me in the foot, or the guy comes through, and I'm just squeezing my hand, and the gan- gun's just dangling <laughs> off my Shoot- pinky. Shooting the gun upside down does not work for me. It's fucking gangster shit. It does not work but for me, But look at though. this pinky. Yeah. This that, is not pulling no. the trigger. That no. kick's going to curve it towards your foot, and you're going to shoot your own kneecap. Uh, am I going to blow off a toe or my own dick? No. <laughs> And then the French bald man gets the drop on me. I don't even make it to railing. No. <laughs> Shot his dick off. Sadly. Well, whatever. We're not good spies. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have a great detective agency, but we're not good spies. Well, I mean, I think after I think after college training, jiu-jitsu, and Nick moving up to level two of Krav Maga. Level two. That's where weapons I are think finally be- introduced. <laughs> <laughs> finally. <laughs> Fucking finally. <laughs> Shit. I did not know. You know that thing that this fighting style is famous for? Yeah, you get there in level two. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. Well, good. (laughs) Grand. I'm glad you're going to get there. Uh, Well, shit. Did we cover this? 
No, they they scooter score. Scoot, scooter score. Oh, scooter score. God damn it. Yeah, he tracks her to Greece. <sighs> so he tracks her to Greece. He's like, I then treat she, her like a moped. Mm-hmm. You know, something to she ride. She forgets you the know, sound of his voice. My dick. Yeah, never com- looks at her customers. She completely does not know who he is, voice-wise, I guess. How many other Americans does she know? I, not that many. Zero. Do yeah. you have ID? <laughs> and then his training kicks back in and he jitses her and steals a moped. <laughs> he tosses her over a cliff and takes a moped. He tosses her over a cliff using her body. And, and surfs down it. <laughs> Lands in the ocean and then he swims to Giancarlo's boat from the beginning. And he's like, it didn't work out. He's like, I am sorry, my friend. I am very sorry. I'm very sorry. This has been another action-packed episode of Climax. Uh, as always, I'm Matt Lohman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. I'm Nick Allen. You can find us at action underscore, underscore climax on Twitter. Yes. Action climax, all one word, at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, what's the iTunes store? Uh, yeah, it's, we're Action Climax on iTunes. You should subscribe and uh, it helps us rate out a lot. and review us. Yeah. That means a lot. That'd be yeah. killer. We're Give us a part a of the Explosio Magical Network. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> we're usually much closer to each other. Yeah. So we're within strangling distance. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps everybody honest. <clears throat> I was not prepared to uh, not liking being far away from you guys. This doesn't, this, yeah, this is a weird thing. I didn't think about this. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I didn't realize how intimate our show was. Right? How until much it, this exact uh, moment. How much it depended on essentially breathing each other's air <laughs> it's, and sharing body warmth. <laughs> it's entirely too professional for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh. This is I also don't like how I can't just like lock eyes automatically with everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of wild <laughs> movement of the head. There's just a lot of crap in I'm, the middle of the Explosive Magico headquarters. I'm gonna miss so many of Kyle's <laughs> gestures. <laughs> I mean, gestures, gestures. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna knock these stupid microphones off their special clips. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna turn off my phone. Cool. Be all professional, like and shit. I'm gonna look at my phone sideways, just like the guys in the Born Identity. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how those phones work.